All right, man. <clears throat> Ready to talk some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that like your new intro now? Like, yeah, that's man. Just <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. That's now. just what you're doing. That's now. my shit. Now. <laughs> that's my shit now. Oh fuck! I need to go in airplane mode. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, airplane mode. Airplane mode. Some of us that don't uh, have people that will bother us if our phones are on airplane mode. You know what I mean? Huh? I'm sorry, what does that mean? <laughs> That's not a shot at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, shit? wait, actually, here's a question. Uh-huh. How long can you go, like, in a day with your phone being off before your significant other gets concerned? Is that a question to me? Yes. Personally? Yes, personally. I've you, sir. D- that's the thing. It's like I've never I can't I can't say because I've never had a reason to Hypothetical. Hypothetical. How long do you think you go before she goes to the police and says somebody's missing? <laughs> oh wow. Or um, to start calling your friends and like, yo, where the fuck is this guy? I don't know if I can say how long. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was out drinking mm-hmm. when the world was open. Mm-hmm. If I don't talk to her, maybe from midnight, mm-hmm. <laughs> from midnight until like zero three. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> she's gonna think something has happened. Yo, whatever, I whatever. remember when she came through. I don't know if that's yeah. too personal, but yeah, that was that was one of the funniest <laughs> moments. Situation. No, but like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. At that particular point, <laughs> you're too full of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that particular point, you know what? You, you remember the thing is, is what had happened was. What well, happened think, was. Yeah. Just recently, Caristo had passed. Uh, After a night out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so just, she was paranoid me. about mm. something like that happening. Because she was like, oh, this nigga has probably been in an accident. That's why he's not answering. Yeah. Whatever. But like you, you know how those lounge days get. Yeah, you know, I know. all of that jazz. Yeah, we're, we're. So it's 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 paranoia playing on your mind. Think yeah. you go to the worst possible conclusion. It's like ah, yeah. I, I, it's like she was driving towards the joint, looking, trying to see Wait, if so there's an you accident. Had in. You had said this is where I'm at. That's why she was able to just come there. Yeah, and find yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I had checked in. I had right. told her. Mm-hmm. Because it's like that was one of those random nights because I think we, we were at something at Intercontinental Pomozi. I don't know. I always get those two uh, mixed yeah, up. There was, it was a thing there. Tori was there. Kuni was there. Shani. Yeah, it was Intercontinental. Yeah, Intercontinental, right? Yeah, yeah. something about some kids or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that thing happened and then, you know, it just. That was a good night. It was, it was a real yeah. fun night. It was a real yeah. fun night. It was yeah. a real fun night. Yeah. No lie. <laughs> yeah, it was. And your wife is such a nice person, man, because like the day after, she was like, I'm so sorry that you guys had to see me. Like yeah. that. <laughs> there you go. You're like, yeah, there you we go. understand. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, before we start with um, what's popping, mm-hmm. remember to subscribe. Oh please! Uh, review, leave a review. We really want to hear what you have to say yeah. about the podcast. Find us on Facebook. There's a link. There's one link that just has like all the 
think it has the it should have the socials everything yeah it should have everything, everything. yeah, yeah. yeah. No whatsapp included to the whatsapp group as well yeah um yeah shout out to everyone in the in the whatsapp group that's uh you know sticking around and, yeah you know <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're, we're just gonna start like you know just dropping some content in there no, we need to. Yeah, we need to. We yeah. need to just, just to, to make it a little more interactive. Yeah, Keep because you remember, <laughs> you remember when, uh, when we were on our little, you know, break. Yeah, <laughs> people would even say, it's like, no, just give your opinion on certain things. Just drop them in the group. You know, <laughs> drop a voice note. <laughs> drop a voice note and whatever. And I'm like, ah, why do you want to hear what I think about this shit? You yeah. know? Yeah. And and you know. Sometimes you're unaware that people want to hear what you think. Yeah, you know, because yeah. they can have what they think, but they want to hear what you think. What does, yeah. what do these people who have a podcast think about this particular mm-hmm. situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean so I it's one of those things. Why they they'll listen to a three hour. Oh, there episode. you go. There you go. Just <laughs> crazy. Shout out to everybody who like look. Yeah. If you shout out it. to you. <laughs> Listen, I I haven't even listened to that particular podcast. You haven't. I yet, have not. Right? Yes. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. So I'm waiting for a a time when I'm actually going to listen to that. Yeah. I know the wife has listened to that. She was even like, like oh my gosh, I want to be friends with Critic. He's so smart. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. When the album comes out, need to get the album. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. And yeah, as, as a person who's not necessarily a hip-hop head, mm-hmm. and she really only got introduced to hip-hop because of me like that yeah and i had to start you know explaining metaphors and what's this or what why she listening to before she mm. got introduced to rap because of you R&B? i mean no yeah, yeah, R- a lot of r&b uh mm. she's she's a fan of also music that i like like uh soul music mm-hmm. the amy winehouse uh, Avril Lavigne, you know, yeah. she's a very nineties, uh, like early two thousands people. White people music a little bit in there, you know. Yeah, no doubt, she's a. Like, oh really? No doubt, no doubt she, really? she's got the album, <laughs> bro. Like, the album is there at the crib. <laughs> she's got the no doubt album, you know. Oh, shit, like she go. can sing songs from that. For from, I don't know which album it is, but yeah. like, yeah, she can sing songs from that. So yeah, no doubt. Interesting. Interesting. Now, this past week, there was a trend that I actually finally found funny on. Mm-hmm. It was mostly on Facebook where people took like images of like oh, old yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this that is the dope. first Zambian man to yeah, ever that was ask dope. for nudes. Yeah, <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking the fuck up the whole time. Like, <laughs> like the context of, because like, look, you know what this reveals? It's like there is... I don't know if I'm looking into this a little too much. Probably but I not, think but it's all good. Yeah. It, this is the... There's a craving for Zambian history to be out there, bro. Because it's like... When you look at those images and there's like... The funny... It's like so... It was funny because it's like, wow, like... You know? Um, this is an image mm-hmm. of someone who's supposedly Zambian, and most of those pictures weren't not, not people not, who were not, Zambian. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, the, the first man, the first Zambian person to do this shit. True. It's like, how much of that history is out there? You mm, know, mm. The, like, can you find this shit of like, oh, this was the first, you know, mm. maybe the first newspaper or the first 
Zambian man that was officially trained as a teacher, for example, who was the first Zambian doctor or like the first oh, yeah. Zambian oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking engineer? Like, yeah. that's that's like if you look at American history, you can find, you can find that, that shit. shit. Like, Easily. who was yeah. the like you know open heart surgery? Mm-hmm, that shit mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. done first by a black man. Like all that you can find you all can that, find that shit. shit. Yeah, but like, and again, I don't know if I'm reading into it too much, but. I no, don't know but like how the trend yeah. started, but in my mind, my crazy fucking mind, I'm like, yo, like imagine if this was real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not for real. Yeah, I mean that be that would be crazy because we do need that information. We do you know? Uh, I've said this before. Maybe even we've said this before in this particular podcast about how we are so devoid of. Uh, certain things that even Zambia did to make sure that the region was free from British colonial rule. Yeah, we contributed. We contribu- contributed a lot. Yeah, more than any other country. Yeah. This is like, like when it comes to helping other nations gain independence, yeah. Zambia did more of that than any other country. Yeah. Because we got overlooked. our yeah, we got our independence in 1964. Yeah. Zimbabwe got its independence in 1980 what? Uh, 80-something. I remember seeing... There was a map I remember I saw. Yeah. And it had all these dates. And I kind of memorized them, but... uh, So so the thing is, it's like... Yeah, 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 we're going to look into that. But, like, the thing is, Zambia was one of the first countries to get independence. 1980. 1980. On the 18th of April. Think about that. We were 64, they were 80. Yeah. You know, people will tell us like, "Oh, Zambia was actually bombed," mm-hmm. you know, by what was then South African planes because of, you know, trying to help them get independence. Yeah, you know, there were landmines planted, all of this different shit, but you don't learn about that in school. You're busy when, learning about fucking Bismarck and, and yeah. fucking Mussolini. Yeah, and shit. And it's like that. History. I had, I had, I, I, I learned about. Uh, the prairies in Canada in geography. Oh, you always mention yeah. the prairies. The in prairies Canada, in Canada sorry. and <laughs> the farming systems in fucking Canada. Who Canada. Give a fuck what they're doing there with their farming, bro? Yeah, <laughs> no one cares. And it's and geography is wide as fuck because it's like, look, geography is gonna take you from minerals yeah. all the way to farming systems. Yep. Right? Fossils and Fossils all that and all of that shit. Bullshit. And yeah. the thing is, it's like, bruh, why should I care yeah. about Canada, bro? I mean, in fucking in, Canada. In, I mean, look, in the general scope of things, you should probably be aware of stuff that's away from where you are. But I feel like that should be in your own time. Like, yes, you should, absolutely. You should learn about your country. You know, this is why we have. This is why it's so weird when you hear, oh, the government is saying there's big opportunities for people to, to, to like, get into agriculture in Zambia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, what are these opportunities? Mm-hmm. You know, they're there, but we're not aware of them because we don't delve deep into the shit. We don't. It's like, look, instead of telling me what the fucking prairies are or, like, the farming seasons in Germany, whatever. Tell me about the farming seasons here. here. So I know, like, what can I farm 
in Zambia in this particular season. Yeah. Like, all that shit, like, you know? Look, like, even when you get into, like, wildlife, because that there's a there's an aspect of geography that has wildlife in it. Yes. Like, they don't even tell you that there's a unique uh, fucking giraffe in Zambia that can only be found here. Oh, really? It's called the Thornycroft giraffe. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like, it's not... You can... There's different types of fucking giraffes, but this is the only one... Elsewhere, they have they have their... There's there's the general giraffe, and mm-hmm. then there's a special one. We have, like, the special yeah, shit here. Yeah. And you find people... People, for some reason, outside the country, find this information, and they come here to come and see this shit. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. We don't have this fucking information I, here. I, I, I see some of that shit myself on National Geographic. <laughs> <clears throat> and you're like... It's fucking crazy when yeah. you hear the fucking shit that they tell yeah, you. It's yeah. like, oh, and you the, can only find this shit here or like this river yeah, is like this yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why didn't I learn D- this shit like, in school? For me, one of the, the things that I knew that about the Luangwa River. Yeah. It's just like... The, do you know like the Luangwa River has got some of the most aggressive crocodiles in this country some of the biggest mm-hmm. in, on this continent actually yeah. some of the biggest and most aggressive motherfuckers so they're just upset like, oh. they're just upset I don't know why they're so mad there's something in the water but bro. the thing is <laughs> the thing is it's like they are and I was like ah. yeah. and then one of you know sometimes it's like look I just want to watch Nat Geo yeah. Nat Geo Wild and then boom it's like oh deep in the Whatever of the Luangwa Valley, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you know, and, uh, wait a fucking minute, uh, wait a minute, yeah. And then sometimes it's like you're just watching the shit, and then you know, it's like, oh no, uh, they were trying to tranquilize or they tranquilized an elephant, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it's like, oh, the wildlife guys were there and whatever. And then you just hear, it's like, ah, you, fuck fuck out, fuck out, and I'm like, ah, oh, oh, and I'm like, yo, Vala necklace, Vala necklace. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's that's here. This is it, you know. And then maybe they switch, maybe to Tonga or Lozi or whatever yeah. it is, because you know they're in the, you know, in the rural areas and the game parks and whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you hear some nyanja, you hear some something, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's and, dope. Uh, yeah. Now, do you think a, a channel? that just delved into Zambian wildlife or just Zambian tradition. Mm-hmm. Let me say wildlife, tradition, culture, and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. if there was a channel, a TV channel, that was specifically for this shit, do you think it would um, be popular with, you know, with people? Do you think people will be interested in watching that shit? Yeah, I think so. Because it's like... Our culture is rich. If you're super rich, if we're just think about it, if you had one series that was going to talk about each and every tribe, mm. that's like what seventy-two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you air one every week, that's content for a year plus. Yeah, almost two years of fucking yeah. content. That's hectic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. It's like, oh, now let's delve into the the. Well, how did all these people get here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, now let's talk about the Victoria Falls, which shouldn't be called the Victoria Falls anymore. Not at all. I mean, if people are, like, mm-hmm. dropping 
all these statues and shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. people who, mm-hmm. like, let's face it, these guys who we have in our books that are looked at as heroes who discovered the Victoria Falls, like, they're the reason why we got mm-hmm. colonized. It's like, yeah. Yeah. David Livingston was a missionary. He came here and was like, oh, shit. It's popping. It's popping down there. It's like, yo, come over here. Let's take over this shit. And we have a whole town named, named after, after a motherfucker who sold us off. Yeah. And a whole waterfall that's one of the seven wonders in the world mm-hmm. that's named after his wife. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I discovered it. It's like, no, motherfucker. Named after, there were people before yeah, there. So people like, that were there like, before that, you that got shit, there. That shit is named after Queen Victoria, who was queen then. Pardon yeah. me. Pardon me. Who was the queen yeah, then the at queen, that particular yeah. time? And it's like, what does the queen? Me, yeah. This drink is getting in my <laughs> system. What does the queen? What does the <laughs> queen of England? What does the queen of England have to do with the waterfalls? With the Mosiotunia? Jack shit. Jack and, and fucking shit. You know, like I, I had this conversation on radio, right? But oh, the, you dared to go there, sir? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no. Because it's like, after the, they were tearing down the statues of these people who were slave traders, basically, mm. that were glorified. And because they did one or two things, it's like, oh, no, you were a slave trader. That's yeah, what you were. That's what you were. You know. Don't hide from it. Don't, don't hide from, that shit, from it. So, so the thing is, it's like, look, um... I had the conversation. I was like, why do we call Livingston Livingston? It's from David Livingston. Yeah. He didn't discover Livingston. Okay. He didn't discover the area. There were already people there. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Victoria Falls. Why are we still calling it Victoria Falls? It's not Victoria Falls. Yeah. What does the Queen of England have to do with the falls? That's here. Is it because some white man was introduced to it and it was like, oh, I've seen it. I will call it this. And then us, indigenous people, decided, yes, let's go with what the white man said. Yeah. Why Why don't we just call it Mosi Utunya? And then uh, we had someone call in and his argument was like, look, um, it's a shared border, obviously. It's a shared falls, right? With Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe went all out advertising this shit. They've done a lot, almost to a certain extent, to make it look like it's only... In Zimbabwe. That's a fucking so, argument. Yeah. <laughs> so it would take away if we start talking about Mosiotunia, Mosiotunia Falls, Mosiotunia Falls. And I'm like, bruh. Wow. Really? That's his reasoning. That was his reasoning. Look, it's like. That's weak. I mean, we yeah. can rebrand shit and Easily. we can do the same marketing that was done to make it. Known the Victoria that. Falls is now called. Yeah, it's now called the Mosio Tunia. Okay, motherfucker, like change that shit in the in the books. Like we can do that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we've changed this because of this. You know, because it's like it's the same thing about like this whole Christopher Columbus shit of oh he discovered the United States. Know, the United States. It's like nah, you found you found the people Indians there. Indians there. It's like. So Bruh. fucking disrespectful you were like, oh, these red Indians. <laughs> They're not red Indians. Yeah. It's like, my it's like now it's, it's it's obviously incorrect to call them that you have to call them Native Americans. It's like, but like, yeah, if they're Native Americans, you can't be like, I discovered this shit. No. You didn't discover shit. You you and found they have people. A whole there. holiday for that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's just like I 
It's like we, we dude, like we're getting to, we're in the fucking new normal. Can we change shit, bro? Like, it kind of, it really bothers me that that's, you know, it's like, bro, like, people were living here before you got here. Okay, your history, the, the history of David Livingston, Livingston, is very important because it it shows us how we've it tells us how we've moved from that situation to where we are now mm. you know what i mean like he's obviously a, an essential part of zambian history but he's he can just be a story it yeah. can be told you know that kids should know us and they should be and kids should be told that this guy is the reason why well part of the reason why we got colonized you know what i mean like kids should grow up Knowing that shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like when you look at the history that's being taught, like in in like England or whatever, like look at their textbooks and how they 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 describe the events that went down here. Kids over there walking around thinking like, "Oh shit, these motherfuckers were heroes. They did this, this shit, and this, whatever." <clears throat> it's like, no, nah, there was rape, there was murder, there was all this shit. And it's all because of fucking greed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah. if they're teaching that history over there, we should be teaching this here. But the problem is you can't do that because the curriculum is uh, approved by higher power. <laughs> I, mean, think, I mean, think about <laughs> Please think about the fact that so it's like you could have you could have oh I passed my exams oh you passed easy as it shit but because I passed Cambridge I'm better than you Crohn's better than you because I passed Cambridge I'm better than you and I'm like why the fuck out of here the fuck out of here with that shit and and and, and and everyone who's ever taken that will tell you it's like it's not even that fucking difficult yeah (laughs) and 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 the the thing is it's like the thing is you will you'll be in a position where <sighs> there's certain things. Cambridge, this is it. Okay, yeah. But oh no, you should have taken Cambridge instead because Cambridge offers you better opportunities. Shan, 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 shan. Which it does. And, 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 and the thing is, it's like, an international yeah. yeah, but like the thing is, university. It, it, it should be we should be, not just it should be, we should be at a position where we're like, fuck it. Just like China. You know what I mean? China doesn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know? Yep. Because if 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 you if you learn how to speak English good for you, you learn how to so it's almost becoming a prerequisite now. Almost, mm. and learning how to speak Mandarin is not a negative anymore. Mm. You understand? Know mm. Like it's 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 not like ah, you want to learn how to speak Mandarin. Why? Mm. Because like, you could go to China, and because you can have the conversation in their language, it gives you an advantage. It gives you an advantage. I just don't know. Like, people that go and live in these countries, I really want to, like, 
I would I really want to sit down with someone who's gone to these countries mm. and experienced the kind of fucking racism that we hear about and like how the fuck are they able to cope with that shit? Where it's like um, you hear stories of it's like oh I got on the train and then uh, this pe- these people moved away from where I was mm. or they mm-hmm. started spraying fucking uh, you know like deodorant because I was there or mm. like uh, somebody calls yeah, you a yeah, nigga yeah. like randomly yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like you and I who haven't been in that kind of society are like man I'd fuck a nigga up but it's like yeah. How many people are you going to fuck up? Because you're probably going through that shit every day. So it's mm, like, mm. how do you get to a point where it's just normal to you to just be in a racist society, yeah. bro? It's like, I've just accepted that this is what the fuck it is. And to a certain extent, there is some racism in this country. But Not even to a certain extent, to a large extent. It is, but it's like... It's not as overt as it is yeah, in yeah. other places. Yeah. You know, like the United States or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, over or here. Or in China or in Russia. Yeah. Because yeah, we hear crazy moments about yeah. it. My co-host lived in, in China. Yeah. Honey and she would, and she would tell you, it's like some taxi drivers would never stop for a black person. You hear that stories about that in the yeah. United States as well. Would so. never stop for a black person, mm-hmm. and 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 that's the thing, you know. Um, that's crazy. in China, in China, yeah. I almost sort of can understand because it's a level of ignorance that is there. Mm. Like you're ignorant. You'd rather go to a person who's the same complexion as you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The United States doesn't have a fucking excuse for racism. You've had people in your country for the... You've had black people in your country for the fucking longest time. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Got there yeah. as slaves. Yeah. The Got there as slaves. We, we built the fucking White House. <laughs> black people built yeah. the White House. The irony in that fucking statement alone. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? We built the White House. Yeah, black people built the White House. Mm -hmm. So, China, I can sort of see why you are ignorant and racist. I I get it. But you you don't understand the racism in the United States? No, 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 I do. Mm. Because the, they're scared, the, the, you know. Yeah, the white people the, are the, fucking scared yeah. Because the racism in the shit. United States is is way more deliberate than in China. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. I want to hear exactly what you're trying to say, sir. Please. So what you're saying is the racism in the in in, in the China, United, yeah, is based of based off of ignorance. Because you haven't been exposed to black people. There are probably parts of China that have never seen a black person. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As opposed to the United States, you've had black people. You came and got us from our places. But how do you explain, if you've never had an experience with this race, how do you just know to hate them? You know what I mean? No, because then then your shit is based off mis- misinformation. So, uh, so the United States is not based off off of misinformation. You hate us based off just the skin color. 
you know everything. So the and, racism and, in in the in China is wait. So what is it based off of? Ignorance only, mostly not only. Mm. Ignorance and misinformation. You remember the whole shit is like uh, where where do the roots of racism in China come from? Like that's that's why I that's what I want to know. It's like yeah. I know in the U.S. it's like oh the black people were slaves. They got their own ships or whatever. They were on plantations for a long time, yeah. fought for civil rights, and then found themselves. Well, they got civil rights on paper, but shit was still fucked up. Shit is still, still fucked, fucked up. up now. And I know people are not born racist, no. so this shit is passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't fuck with people of that mm-hmm. fucking race, yeah. and. Here, I guess um, you can think of certain nationalities where you won't, you don't see a lot of black men with Indian women or whatever. Yeah. You don't see yeah, that yeah, kind of shit yeah, happen yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like in China, like for them, like where where does this shit come from? You know what I mean? It's like how do you just look at someone and go, I just don't. I mean, there's people we don't like. When we meet the first time, but it's mm-hmm. not about the color of their skin. No, it's about the content of their character. Yeah, because they're bitch ass niggas. There's bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. So it's like <laughs> in China, yeah. you're saying there's a difference. So it's like, what is that difference? I don't get it. You don't get it? No, no. In terms of, and and this is exactly when you go back into history in the into the history books. Right, mm-hmm. the United States started fucking with black people a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right, slave trade era until now. Right, mm-hmm. so you've had interactions with these people. Yeah, from the point of where you use them, right, mm-hmm. to 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 benefit you on the cotton fields and all of that bullshit, to the point where you can bring them and have a conversation and see it's like, oh, they human beings just like us and we can have a conversation and they can be prosperous to the point where they can be president of the United States. You've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. You've seen them. You've seen they can be productive. The entertainment industry Pop culture is mostly it's black, black people. It's pretty black now. Yeah. I mean, hip hop is the biggest fucking yes. genre in the yes. world. Yes, and it will always be, you know, mm-hmm. in whatever form it trans, you know, transcends into, it will always be. Mm-hmm. You know, we will always influence pop culture like that as black people. But the thing is, you go to China. And you ask them, what is your experience with black people? I don't know what it is. I don't know when the interaction with black people literally started. That's like I would say the interaction with black people in China started when China, communist China, started opening up. Because it's like, okay, look, we're a third world country, mm-hmm. but we're a lot. So we can open up certain things. We need to get to a point where we're opening up certain industries and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, send people to the West. They learn how to do shit. Come back here. Let's start opening up shit and doing shit ourselves because we can we can sustain ourselves 
because we're so many, <laughs> yeah. basically. And then when that shit started happening, they started opening up uh, to to the rest of the world, and they realized it's like, oh, we could be a superpower. So that's when they started really opening up, mm-hmm. because before that, China was known as the place where you get fake shit. If yeah. if you want to get fake shit, go to China. It's still known fake Nikes, fake whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 but but, but now in it's terms kinda, of it's yeah, now different. it's different yeah. because now Nike goes to China for cheap labor. Yeah, cheaper labor. A lot of these companies, a lot of these companies, Apple, whatever it is, if you're going to look for cheaper labor, but people who will still do a diligent job, you go to China mm-hmm. because it's cheaper to get things done in China. Mm-hmm. But it's a soup. It's right now. It's a superpower now. So the the interaction with the rest of the world, they were closed up. They were sort of what you can call is kind of like North Korea closed up. Mm-hmm. And then they started opening up. It's like, oh, we need this type of business. We need this type of commerce to get shit done. And we need the exchange rate. We need the dollar to sustain ourselves because we're so many. And that's what started happening. And that's where the interaction with black people started from. Our brothers from Nigeria were like, look, you want to make money? Boom. Cool. You can go to China. And they're more brave and more outgoing than a lot of Africans are, Mm -hmm. you know, and they go out there and do their thing. Mm -hmm. So they have businesses. Even Honey told me that uh, the first time she went to Wuhan, Wuhan has actually got a place that you would say is sort of like a, you know, like how you have Chinatown in the United States, you have West African town. Most well, it's of these like, places do. Yeah. Like the foreign countries, you yeah. go to a place where it's like, oh, like like in Belgium, for example. This yes. Kind of shit, like but the thing is, like France as well. You can you can all of those other countries, France, whatever. You can see the interaction with black people probably come from a colonial perspective. They've dealt with black people a long time, from the slave era to try and have a partnership mm-hmm. era. Yeah. China doesn't have that. They, they never colonized anybody. They never colonized a black country. So the interaction they with black people... They colonized their own people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so their interaction... rats yeah. and cockroaches and yeah, shit. So the, so the interaction with black people is very limited. And that's where my shit comes from as so comparing to... So, That's the ignorance part I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I it's very easy to be skeptical of shit you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Very easy. It's very easy to throw around a rumor. Of but, but why is it that we as black people are kind of different? Because it's like, obviously, we didn't know about these fucking Chinese people. But when we did get to have a, a talk or whatever, like an encounter yeah. with them, we were not like we didn't have i don't think we've ever had any kind of hostility towards any fucking race we're just cool as fuck but people just want to fuck with us which is kind of fucking weird bro it is it's like what is your problem what is your issue it's like i don't know black people are like some of the most peaceful people obviously every if you take into 
look, every population will have fucked up people who are going to do fucked up shit. Yeah. But generally, every race has a reputation of how they behave. And we as black people are cool as shit. But it's like, for some reason, we are the most oppressed. Yeah. You know, like whether it's covertly or overtly, it's just fucking there. It just depends on on where you are, like your locality. Mm. Like even among ourselves, and this is the social engineering part, the bit that mm. we're fucking left with, um, you know, like even just with, I guess that's a result of colonialism and shit like that. It's mm. like we've been taught like, yo, like, you know, there's a divide between ourselves and shit. Like even, even this this whole shit of like, that cousin, those cut, that cousinship, which seems kind of like mm. it's like a jokey, jokey type of thing, but there's yeah. some animosity in there a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you see that shit all around. It's like there is definitely a divide amongst ourselves, and I think, and I think that's why Zambia is just in like a very weird place because it's like there's just too much going on in terms of. Even just tribe itself, it's like <laughs> politics mm-hmm. is fucking weird because you're just tribes. you're not just dealing with a people that only know like maybe one or two ways of doing shit. It's like mm-hmm. there's fucking seventy two tribes. There's mm-hmm. seventy two different types of a, like different groups of people who do yeah. shit differently. Yeah. And they and most times can't get to the table and decide to do shit together. It's yeah. like imagine if we as a people got together, even if it's traditional leaders, like to say, look, this is this is what we want. This is this is what we want the, the government to do. Mm. And whoever promises to do this shit, this is who we're going to go for. Mm. We can't even do that shit. Because yeah. it's like everyone has their own fucking agenda. Yeah. It's like how can you put seventy two chiefs in the same fucking room? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in the hectic. And and the thing is Because just to finish my point, yeah, sure. it's like right. the vote in the rural area is very important. We in the fucking urban areas, it's like, yo, you can decide you can decide whether you're gonna Mm-hmm. Vote or not, mm-hmm. but like if you're in a chiefdom, your chief says, "Oh, you motherfuckers are going to vote." That's what it is. <laughs> okay, no, you will vote. You will vote, and you the chief vote. can say, "Listen, you guys will vote for this guy." Yeah. So if that guy is compromised, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you know if you have a fucked up leader who's just like, "Yo, I'm this is I, I'm I just want fucking mm-hmm. money and shit," then yeah, that's hectic. That's hectic. hectic for everyone. Hectic. Yeah. But if there is a consensus, and I feel like if that if that would happen, like even if it's just half of the 72, you know, we mm-hmm. get together and say, this is who we are going for. Mm-hmm. Because look, we've got how many political parties? A shitload. Yeah. But there's a few that actually make sense. Mm-hmm. And if we had a system where these people are able to sit down and be like, yo, this, these are the two manifestos. Yes. This is what they're promising to do. Mm-hmm. You know? And we can hold them up. We know p- 
political these these uh, chiefs can hold you accountable for your shit. Yes, no, absolutely. Because if you fuck up, we've talked about how some niggas are not with us on the earth today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, we'll, we'll get to we'll our fucking yeah. witch doctors and we'll fucking kill you Yeah, if you don't do what the fuck you're saying you're going to do. Yeah. Imagine that shit. Imagine how much, like, development we would see because niggas are like, yo, if we don't do this shit, yeah. I guess we'll hear less of fucking lies and more yeah. fucking truths and, and actually yeah, yeah. see some results. And, and for me, and for me, uh, certain things, I think that's where you have to understand because look, when presidents, when presidents go to chiefdoms, uh, they're not the boss. No, they're not. They have to kneel. They have to kneel. Take off your fucking yeah. shoes. Sir. Take off your shoes. <laughs> Whatever is required to meet the uh, the chief in a certain area is what you will need to do. Because please keep in mind that the, the, the development that you are, you could promise or talk about is neither here nor there in that particular rural area. Mm-hmm. You know, all the people know is the chief. Mm-hmm. You know. And if the chief decides to let you meet his people, then he's doing you a privilege. But what you go and do is you go to submit to the chief as the president of the whole country because there are people who don't know to the T what exactly is going on in as far as the president and the constitution and, oh, the president decided to... They don't give a shit. They don't know. Yeah. You know, they know about drawing water they know about who the chief is. They know about what the chief has done, what the chief is going to say. You know, there's certain things that if you have to engage chiefs on, you go just like, look, where my chief? We're asking, we're imploring you. Child marriages need to stop. Don't marry these kids at 13 or 15 or whatever it is. We want them to go to school. School. Mm. If you say that you engage them at that level and they all agree with you, that will not happen. Yeah, shit will stop. And it's, it's, it's not even you. It's you asking the chiefs to do something and then if they agree with you, that will not happen mm-hmm. because the chief says so. Yeah. There are you certain... It, chi- yeah. Die. Yes. There are certain, <laughs> there are certain chief domes. There are certain chiefs who in the eastern province that go as far it doesn't stop in eastern province it's eastern eastern province Chipata you even touch a bit of Mozambique and whatever like it's a traditional ceremony Mm -hmm. but it's for all of these people who speak a similar language yeah you know it might sip into Malawi it might sip into a Mozambique Mm -hmm. It comes back into Zambia when the traditional ceremony is held. All of those countries are involved. And this is just a chief. Yeah. You understand? When they say Paramount Chief Gawawundi, it's a huge deal. Yeah. When you're a fucking Paramount Chief. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't. You oversee other chiefs. You oversee other chiefs. Yeah. Don't fuck around with that. You know? 
So look, even if it just came to the Paramount Chiefs being yeah. like, yo, we're going to have this meeting if it's fucking seven or whatever, because maybe having the 72 is crazy. But it's like, there's these Paramount Chiefs that overlook all these, yeah. oh, I have this territory. I have yeah. this territory. Yeah. We have this, this, and that. You know, like, who do we choose? Mm-hmm. You know, they can literally be kingmakers. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, oh, we're going with this guy. Yeah. Fuck this other guy. Yeah. He's not. he's not going in line with our agenda. And it's like, if these guys could get along and do this shit, I feel like, yeah. But then yeah. again, when you leave such decisions to people who you and I would perceive as... Um, primitive for lack of a better word because there's intricacies when it comes to governing a country oh yeah there's foreign affairs home affairs all this type of shit like how are you going to explain all these different policies like or just like the general state of the economy and how it can be you know Mm -hmm. dealt with or whatever like how are you going to explain all of that to somebody who probably never went to college you know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's where the issue is. That could be that yeah. could be the problem. So maybe going, f- I don't know, like maybe to, going to, forward to a certain extent that could be an issue. But also, you know, as for me, I feel like as a leader, or oh, that's the power of it. leadership mm. to be able to say it's like, look, um, to be able to rope in the farmer. The sub subsistence farmer in Chisamba. Mm. It's like this is how I'm going to deal with your forty bags of millimil. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to build a further road so that you can get to the main road, and then I'm going to build a depot at this particular point. So you yeah. will sell your so break it down to, to that him. Level. Break it down to that level. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be all. Fiscal, let's just break it break it down. It's like, look, yeah. all I'm doing mm. is making sure that I have a feeder road going down maybe 12 kilometers. Mm. This is what this road, would yes, do for you this is what this road would do for you. You will get on your ox carts, you will deliver this maze to this particular point. This particular individual will pay you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not immediately, but you will get a receipt of how much you have been, uh, you have delivered and everything. And then at a certain point, we will call you or we will get in touch with you and we will give you your money at this particular point. That's mm-hmm. all they need to know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to break down what the dollar is going to cost or what you're exporting to Mozambique. Yeah. You don't have to. I feel that. Yeah, you have to break it down to the level where the normal Zambian, the typical Lenje, Lozi, Tonga-speaking individual will understand. Mm -hmm. Because all they care about is like, look, I had three cows. Now I have 20. What what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. Okay, what you're going to do with those 20 cows is if you can slaughter one every whatever, you can take it to Zambif. And then Zambif will give you so much, so much. And then after that, you can invest. 
and then you will be able to grow talk to our guy who's Mr. Hagwa Muna and then talk to him he's yes he's he's a man who was born in Monze and he will talk to you in Tonga but he's educated in whatever place yeah. and you will have a conversation he will tell you how to grow your business how to grow your ranch how to grow your cow whatever is all this shit that we're saying so difficult to do it's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> because if it could be done i feel like you know politicians are just full of shit bro yeah that's the problem niggas will make promises and then it's just like you know even to the point where you and i who are uh laymen to a certain extent yeah but also know one or two things yes that will get us by we we'll yeah. believe some of these fucking lies that yeah. these fuckers will like give you know it's like think about how think about how much noise went around when um what's the 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 leader of the the green party is it peter sinkamba mm-hmm. when he came out and was like yo weed can actually <laughs> bring mm-hmm. in a lot of money mm-hmm. I mean, there was this agenda that was going around against him be like yo this he wants guy to be selling is fuck, yeah he wants they to brought be it down to that thing. level of like legalize guy, weed. yeah like legalize weed but it's not even that it's like mm-hmm. So whose fault is it? Is it his for not going out there and breaking shit down? He probably doesn't have the infrastructure or the uh, money to go from chiefdom to chief chiefdom to do that. Yes. So it's so much easy easier for like a, a state machinery to be like, yo, <laughs> this fucker mm-hmm. wants your children to, be to smoke weed. weed and then not get caught for mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's already this negative connotation when it comes to weed so yeah. that kills the idea. Yes. Years later, this shit is legal in this country now for cultivation. Mm-hmm. If you have what's the amount? $250,000 I hear. Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. Like First of all, how many small scale marijuana farmers have you heard of? There's quite a few. Mm. All right, but they can't afford that shit. Yeah. That's too much. It money is. it is that you need to come up with but imagine if you regulated that industry where we as normal citizens can get um everyday citizens let me say can get a license to to like cultivate that shit cuz i would like to cultivate some weed and make some money out of that shit yeah it shouldn't be that expensive to fucking do that shit it shouldn't be because now it's like you're monopolizing that business it's like it's only going to be the big cats that can cultivate that shit mm-hmm. and make money off mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. it's big business it's huge business they say yeah. some of the best weed comes from zambia yeah so it's like oh no that's fact <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so if we've got that great reputation and you have all these different small business owners that do this shit as long as you've le- you've legalized the process Maybe the usage is what you're not and yeah, down with. And 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 the thing is it's like it's, it's 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 not about oh you're just growing marijuana and selling marijuana for people to smoke. No. This is marijuana that's grown for medicinal purposes. Yeah. You know. 
because there's a lot of people who are sick and have certain ailments and marijuana itself, the plant itself, mm. has got a lot of medicinal properties that can help a lot of people. You know, yeah. it's recommended. It's a prescription that's given to certain individuals. Cancer patients get this yeah. shit. You understand what I'm saying? So it it it's it's not just about growing if yamba and yeah, just yeah. becoming rich off of that. You know, uh, small scale farmers, people in in Chipata have been caught because oh, he had a three kg bag of marijuana 25 kg bag of marijuana and you throw him in prison and it's like look okay yeah he's selling maize and then in the middle of the maize he grew some marijuana this is for people to smoke and whatever but like truly and honestly what is the harm that is what's the harm being done to the economy and as far as that is concerned <laughs> you know what I mean it's, it's like you lock him up and then what Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's stupid. It's like, it's look, it's stupid, stupid. Because it's like, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. selling 25 bags of millimil yeah. or 30 bags of millimil as a small scale farmer. And then I sell one bag of wheat. Marijuana. Marijuana. And then you lock me up. Yeah. And it's just like, Come bruh. On. Like, how many of these uh, how people? Many people? How many people are doing? And that's the thing. Look, there's a whole bunch of other individuals. Mm-hmm. Who should be locked up for of bigger crimes? It's like, yeah. look, Just people have been, prisons, yeah, bro. Like, people have been locked up for three, four bowls of marijuana, fam. Like, but think about it. Some of these people are taking their kids to school with growing this shit. Like, this is their, this is their livelihood. Yeah, you know, and they have to do it secretly. It's like. Just let them do their business and just tax them, okay? Like, just get yes. an amount from the yeah, shit. Yeah, you and, and I mean? look, for me, here's the thing. Put regulations. Yeah, here's the thing. If you're trying to stop the direct smoking of the marijuana plant, smoking of weed, it's one thing. But instead of DC just being, oh, we're stopping drugs like cocaine obviously that's a totally oh, different story but like if you say it's like if you say like oh we're legalizing it for medicinal purposes instead of you going to arrest John Banda you know for growing marijuana say we're going to get this right mm-hmm. we will get this because we're looking for medicinal properties from the marijuana plant right mm-hmm. that's what it is So you get that, and then you say it's like, okay, look, we have instead of you just selling it for people to smoke, we're gonna get it, and it's going to be used for this process. Oh, that's perfect. So that's a perfect plan. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing: we've gotten this. We're not arresting you, mm-hmm. but we're telling you, if you're gonna grow this, do it like this. Here's a form. Fill it in. Yeah. Write this yeah. and then you're gonna. Oh, how much are you going to grow? Oh, I'll grow this much. Okay, cool. I'll grow my maize. I'll grow this. We have a receipt. We have paperwork. Kind of like what the Food Reserve Agency does. Simple. They, 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 they. You can. There's a program called. Is it the? Is it FISP? FISP is where they give you inputs and shit, mm-hmm. so that you can grow your shit. And yeah. then there's a Food Reserve Agency where you can sell your maize to them. So it gets into the coffers of the 
countries, uh, the, the reserve, like we, oh, we've got this amount of these tons of maize. So think about that. So even if we have a yeah. drought, we're good for this amount of time. So think about that. You could legitimately do that with the small scale farmers who you are arresting for selling weed, right? Mm-hmm. Selling marijuana and tell them, it's like, look, you can get in touch with us and then we will, because it's based, same thing. Supply the government. Mm-hmm. Expect your check. And if you tell these guys, if you're selling this shit illegally, and we we'll find arrest out, you. we're gonna arrest you and cancel your business or yes. your license. Guys, so, so, so keep themselves yeah. in check. You so, know what I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's a fucking no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Sell this shit illegally, we will arrest you. Yeah. Get in touch with us. Sell it to us and the government, and we will give you cash. And you're good to go. Yeah. Again, is this a difficult thing to do? Apparently, it is. Oh my god! It's rocket. It's rocket science. What the fuck do we have out here managing this shit, bro? It's rocket science. It's like, come on, bro. Like, there's people who live off of that shit. Yeah. And I don't mean using the shit, but like growing it and like selling it. But if you come in and regulate the shit. You actually stand more to gain. Yes. Lose. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, because Peter Zinkamba, Green Party president, has given us the numbers. He's been giving us numbers. Yeah. Of, oh, we're in debt. And so much, if we legalized this and sold it for medicinal purposes, we could be out of debt. So why wouldn't you want to offer him a listening ear and be like, brah? Because and, it's weed, bro. And and no, 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 and, <laughs> and, and, and for me, that's 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 the problem. And that those are the things that I see and I look at and I'm like, I could go deep into this shit. But for me, I look at that shit and I'm like, the government is not listening. They haven't been listening for a long time. And the problem is, you remember in, I don't know what year it is, when Rupiah Banda was running for presidency, mm. he surrounded himself with people who told him. The first time or the second time? Because, you know, he ran. There was the first time and then there was the second time when he lost the shit. When he lost the shit. He was, he was convinced that people loved him. Fucked with him, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, was he fucking wrong. Huh? So he surrounded himself <laughs> with people who were just like, yo, you all good people love you out there. You know what I mean? And that that is the fucking problem with Zambia on a small level, the smallest level, small business to big business. Because you don't want to be told it's like bruh, I don't think this shit is working. Mm. You need to revise your strategy. Like how someone else is gonna come is like, bro, you're doing the shit. You're killing it out here. You're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is I'm my a, guy. I'm gonna believe that I'm guy. I'm gonna believe that guy. This other guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling someone, uh not even telling someone, screenshot of the last elections. A mm. hundred thousand was the difference. Hundred thousand I would be worried if I was a hundred hundred thousand people. More or less, just around that area was the difference between President Lungu and HH. That was the only difference. 
we were at a point back in back then, not even too long ago, a few years ago, where people were afraid to talk shit on the president's page. People, people were locked up. Now, bro. <laughs> you go to the president's page now. Now. Oh, man. To the point where it's like the president posts rest in peace to a fellow <laughs> president who passed away and the people are like shit. Oh my gosh. Utunens. Oh, basically God. saying it's like, oh man, I wish that was us. I wish that was us, man. And they're not scared. Damn. They're not scared. They're not scared to get locked up. They're not scared. Dude, you see, this is where I, I kind of wonder. It's like, it's You're like in the there's information. You can literally just go to your Facebook page and see. I know, look, president is busy. But I don't think it's busy every single minute of every fucking day. Like, there's got to be a time where you're like, oh, just somebody out there. It's like, and you see, this is the thing, right? If we had the approval rating system here, oh, he would fucking know. It's like, Mr. President, people ain't fucking with you. He wouldn't We got to do this. He wouldn't know. You're, it's like, oh, there's the overall rating of how you're doing. The curve is looking kind of fucked up. But then let's delve deep into the details. Oh, education, people don't fuck with you. Uh, in the industries, people ain't fucking with you. Uh, in all in the military, no, people no, ain't fucking with no, you. In but the defense, in all this shit. But like, here's the thing, bro. Nobody's gonna tell him that. That's fucked up. Nobody's gonna tell him that. So no, you know, what? no one. So can can somebody? Shouldn't there be an independent body that actually puts this information out to be like, yo, this is the guy's approval ratings, <laughs> and you can prove that shit because there's a survey done in every fucking. <laughs> City of like every province and shit, and we aggregate that information without any political influence, and be like, "Yo, this this is what people are saying about you." No, but even the independent bodies, when they say something that seems to be against the president, they seem to be influenced by the UPND, that's by the really opposition, and, and and that's the thing because. There's so many allegations that come up. It's like, oh no, these people. Oh no, they're sponsored by sponsored by. And I'm like, oh, yo, so how crazy. much money does HH have he's got a lot to of just money. sponsor everybody? He's got a lot of money, but I don't to think sponsor, he's wasting to, his money on that shit. To no. sponsor people to comment on no. Facebook posts. No. You know what it is? I feel like the reason why those people come out and say shit like, oh, like. HH is sponsoring people to say these things. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they probably do that just for people to say nice things about. Yeah. And this is just total speculation. Mm-hmm. No facts or whatever. Yeah. But it's like we've heard stories of or oh, certain individuals are sponsored to make sure they, whenever there's a political program, they'll call in and say nice things about a certain oh, yeah. party. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that you hear certain voices on whatever political show you tune into, mm-hmm. that motherfucker is calling in. Yeah. Even when you don't announce it, there's just somebody who's I'm gonna call in. going through the stations to listen to what people are saying. Yeah, yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. You know, and they'll call in and be like, hey, like, oh, that's some bullshit. This guy's done this or whatever. And it's like, 
because be, I, I feel like because they are probably doing that shit, they assume this is what the opposition are doing as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So if people ever listen to this podcast, they'll probably think, oh, these guys are, they lean Sponsor. towards this because they're getting paid ah. or whatever. But it's like, literally, it's just about our personal experiences, bro. Yeah. Like, first of all, look, there's certain places that have been hit hard by COVID and it's a great excuse because it's like, oh, they were doing fine, but COVID came and maybe their revenue was halved, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But here, even before COVID, shit was fucked up. Yeah. COVID comes in and fucks shit up even, even more. more. Right? So it's like, the at some look when some shit when some fucked up shit happens or even good or bad shit somebody has to be pointed at and be like oh he's the reason why this shit mm. has gone down mm. and when that finger is pointed at you you should be able to take that blame no matter what it is whether it's the economy or or like just the general handling of issues oh yeah for but we have a situation here where it's like when when somebody is criticized for how they run shit, you get arrested or mm, whatever. Mm, mm. You know, it's like, it's like first of all, like there's data that's put out there for you to see, mm. for you to know how you're doing when it comes to the economy. Okay, what is Zambia's? When you were getting into office, what was the rating of the Zambian economy? Even, what is the rating? Even now? just as, yeah. What was so the kwacha before you got the dollar? The dollar the to the kwacha. What was it? What was the? What was the exchange rate? Was it ten bucks? It was ten bucks at some point. About eight or nine bucks. Maybe about nine. When bucks. who pulled through? When when the current president yeah. got into power? Yeah, it was somewhere there. At about nine bucks. Uh-huh. How much is the dollar now? Mm-hmm. It's bordering at this time of recording. Almost getting into the 20 kwacha realm. Yeah. Like, that is fucking unheard of. Yeah. And this actually leads us into the conversation of the central bank, Bank of Zambia here, mm-hmm. where uh, Denny Kalyalia, who was the governor, was fired. He was, he was let go, and then they brought in a new guy. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this guy just has like... He's just like an accountant or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's got an he's, ACCA or some shit yeah, like that. It, what, what basically he is, is an auditor. He's an auditor. Yeah. And that's who is yeah. the governor of the so Bank like of Zambia. Everyone, There's people who have yeah. more credentials than him that are under him. Under him. <laughs> what the uh, fuck does this yeah. guy know about managing a whole fucking bank, bro? So the, the central yeah. fucking bank. Even like the one of the most the the people one of the people who was looked at is like oh could be you know heir to the throne and as far as uh, the governor is concerned is Elias Chipimo's brother mm. he's a Chipimo I forget his first name but you know very qualified overqualified you know individual who could have taken up that role you know and the thing is. 
what it seems like is you have picked a person who's politically inclined and you, you can't the puppet? huh you think you picked the puppet of course because the un- the unofficial story is um and this is just like you know like allegedly the government has been printing money to pay off debt mm-hmm. allegedly right and mm-hmm. so allegedly <laughs> the government or the president if you like asked for more money to be printed and that governor said no fuck no yeah I and that's that. how he lost his job so now they've got this guy who you can you can say he's a fucking clown like who the hell is this guy bro like listen like there's certain positions you can't fuck with bro no the governor of the central bank like you need someone who who is in tune with everything he's got his finger on the pulse when it comes to everything going yeah. on not in not only in your country but elsewhere elsewhere like, yeah and he he has the the know-how and the experience to be able to deal with shit yeah. it's like if we have a financial crisis right now in this moment mm. What would the new fucking guy do? He like, he has no fucking idea. He's yeah. he probably worked in a few commercial banks, as I've heard. And that's it. You were counting people's money, bro. Like, Here's the, the guy before had masters in this shit. Like, yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's fucking yeah. properly qualified and, and, to take over this shit. And that's what it is. You know, because if you're BOZ, central bank governor, you are worrying... About again, remember the the small scale farmer. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about him, and what he remits to the government, and you have to worry about the biggest corporation in the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who you probably uh, I've heard stories before of uh, even just ZRA calling, you know, uh, brother Finlay. This is one of your favorite stories. As yeah, well. to be like, bruh. We, yeah, we need, we need your goddamn taxes. <laughs> the country <laughs> needs your money, my nigga. Please pay your taxes. Yeah. Just give us the tax money because you know education sector needs to be sorted out. And and as BOZ governor, Bank of Zambia governor, you need to be on the pulse with that shit. You need to be on the pulse with that shit locally, internationally as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Bloomberg. Talked about that shit. Tito Mboemi talked about that shit. Granted, a very important portion of this conversation has to do with him. We we have talked about that. Yeah, he basically he was pissed off about that shit. Yeah, he's like, look, um, central banks across the African continent need to be independent. You can't have the president choosing who the central bank governor is going to be. Standard. There should be a process. Standard. Because you can't have the government saying, print us some money. The governor should be able to be like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not printing more money because the economy is going to crash. Yes. This and is what he, happened he, to Zimbabwe, he, yes. bro. He should be able to say that to the president and still know the next day that he's still going to keep still his job. Still going to have his job. He probably told the president, 
fuck you in a very subtle way, but still lost his goddamn job. And now this is this is where you question leadership, bro. It's like you hired me for a reason. You hired me to give you advice, mm-hmm. to tell you what to do. Okay, I work hand in hand with your finance minister mm-hmm. to tell you, my mm-hmm. guy, listen, this move you're about to make is crazy. It's gonna lead us through this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. This is what this. That's the relationship you're supposed to have. Yeah. But when you get to a point where it's like, oh, if you, oh, really? Like you're not gonna listen to what I told you to do? Well, get the fuck out then. I'm gonna get somebody in there that's gonna do whatever the hell I'm. I want. I want him to do. You know what I mean? It's like can I, can I, can I, can the I fuck. Okay, this is this is the bullshit part of the podcast. What is the where bullshit I'm gonna part of the podcast? Pull, where I'm gonna pull in a bullshit ass nigga. Mm. Remember that whole CO1 shit. You think CO1 is a bullshit ass nigga? Because no, I, no, 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 I, I kind of fuck no, with no, no, whatever no, 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 he says. No, no, listen. Most of what he says. Yeah, listen. The bullshit part is because it's like we're gonna start talking about oh he's a man of God prophecy oh, not man of God yeah, we can get, we, yeah we can we can get into a whole different dynamic and a whole different conversation but from that time when that nigga talked CM one said the PF government was built on do as I say which is a charm which is charms and whatever it is blah 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 you can get into the whole shenanigans again. You know, and then they pissed them off. They got angry. They they parted ways, right? Mm-hmm. He's been saying bullshit about them from the president to, it, to anyone who's in the PF. He's been talking shit. Yeah, yes. And then it's like, oh no, I took away all of the do as I say. I took away the powers and whatever, whatever. It's been mistake after mistake, bullshit after bullshit, rubbish after rubbish. It's almost like even even the same thing that you're talking about as a leader as someone who's in power of the whole country why are you so paranoid that you cannot even be on the same pulse with your own people again same thing that you said even just going through your facebook comments just go through Facebook. Just go through Facebook. Simple as that. Simple as that. Individually, as the president of the country, go through Facebook. <laughs> so you're telling me he's never gone through his Facebook? I, and that's the thing. <laughs> and that's the thing. He probably has. Like, and somebody told him, "Yeah, this is just fucking haters, bro." Yes. Chill the and that's the thing. So like it. now, it's it's almost like it's it's a detachment from reality. It's. Uh, the people who write this are sponsored or the people who write this are haters. Like how many people do you get saying positive things about the president or the presidency? Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, as an individual, yeah. as a person, and that's what I said, it's like surrounding yourself with people who just tell you what you want to hear. And the thing is, the people who are just telling you what you want to hear, it's almost like, it's not even almost like, what it is is they're benefiting themselves. 
They're there for a check, bro. They're there for a check. So if yeah. telling you what you want to hear says 10 people just telling you, you're good, you're good, yeah. you're good. But in the meantime, they're pocketing money, they're pocketing money, Man, left, I, right, and center. I really wish the president listened to this podcast, bro. Because it's like we've talked about the Rupia Banda effect mm-hmm. of when he thought, oh, nigga, I got this shit on fucking lock. I can do fucking chitenges. I'll do lollipops and all these goddamn shit. Boxes. I'm going to fucking buy a big ass bus and be, that's going to be my tour bus, nigga. The nigga got a tour bus. Yeah. Okay. There was a, a fucking luxury, yeah. you know, coach that he was using. And it's like, that's as a result of just not having. A finger on the pulse, which is very important. It's like, you're telling me, like, if, I'm just thinking, it's like, if I was the president of this country, I think I would be curious. I think I would be curious to find out what it is that people think of what the hell I'm doing. You know, it's like, because we don't have an approval rating system, which is very important. I feel like if they put that shit together, it'll be really great. But it's like, if that approval, because we don't have that approval rating system, you have to make a contingency plan. And no, it's like, I need to know what the hell is going on on the streets. Like, like what what are the people's thoughts on what I'm doing and my policies in, this, in, you know, in the hood and stuff? Like, should be able to... Mm-hmm. You have to be curious enough to know. It's like, even just, like I said, curious enough to know, to want to know what people think of what you're doing. And because there's a lot of people on Facebook, you should be able to, you know, just, it's so fucking simple. He's got a, he probably has a smartphone. Yeah. He can go online yeah. and see what people, like, why are people always talking shit on my posts? Yeah. Has no one said, no one's, no one's asked that, mm. you know? Yeah. But you know what the problem is also, like, as far as that situation is concerned, is, again, for me, one of the biggest problems that we have right now, and as far as the PF is concerned, and this shit is, it's not even a political statement, but like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a statement of fact. Mm-hmm. Kaders right now have never been as powerful Oh God! As they have been right now, yeah, you know. So if you surround yourself with political cadres, and then you go to Chipata, but the thing is, you go to Chipata, and then uh, your people around you have organized two hundred buses to transport people from Kanyama, Mississippi, and whatever. To be around you and just be like PF, 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 PF. So you get there, all you see is just PF branded individuals, PF branded everything. You think PF, they fuck with you? You think they fuck with you? But you know, Facebook, like literally, there's <laughs> no. One but but the thing is, I don't he think can look at. here's like, the thing. So like, I don't. So think he looks at that and then he sees real life and it's like, oh, these mm-hmm. are the people that fuck with me. Yes, that'll go out and vote for me. Vote so for me. People online. It's like, look, for when you look at 
psychology or whatever you see is like sometimes people will form their opinion off of what somebody else has said okay like there's i'm pretty sure we've all had an experience where you probably didn't like a certain artist but because somebody you trust told you this artist is dope you went and listened again and you're like actually yeah like there's just some weird chemistry with the brain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like online all I see is slander yeah yeah and there's individuals who've never voted before that want to vote now because it's like dude we're tired of this shit yeah I mean as a as a friend of mine who probably around my age or whatever uh maybe a bit younger whatever uh he was saying, it's like, bro, uh, I bet they vote them in You know, we're voting. And then he was even saying, it's like, bro, whatever it is, it is. Just, he doesn't even have, like, a, like he lost his NRC. So he was talking about, I need to get another NRC. You know. It's like, I need to vote. To uh. he, he's serious. Okay? He's serious. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, I've... S- I've said this before. I'm saying it again. I was even having a conversation today with someone. And it's like, bruh, we voted for the president legit said he didn't have a vision for Zambia. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Not I've said much. this before. Yeah. Not much. <laughs> Not much. And I've said this before. And this is my theory. This is a fanatic theory. It's like the problem with Zambia is we've voted for people who didn't plan to be president. Mwanawasa, as dope as he was, didn't plan to be president of the country. Frederick Chiloba basically went and picked someone he thought wouldn't go after him or wouldn't be a wild card because Michael Sata was kind of like the heir to the throne. In that particular situation, you know, but FDJ had shady dealings in the past and he wanted to deal with someone who wouldn't go after him. He thought Manawasa was the obvious choice because Manawasa was just practicing law. He was doing his thing. Yeah. He turned out to be the guy that really got. Who who really is like, look, I'm, I'm he's I'm a lawyer. I'm making my own money. I'm feeding my family. Cool. And then you ask me to be president? Cool, I'm going to do my shit. But the thing is, like, one thing I don't like is corruption. So I'm going to come after you, whoever you are. Even if you decided you want to put me in this position, I'm going to come after you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, and that's what happened. So th- there are certain things that you look back on, and you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. Manawasa didn't plan to be president. Rupia Banda didn't plan to be president. You know. So, uh, and I've said this before. You can't, if you go and pick someone from the farm who was chilling, retired politician, ask them to be president. It's like, what's your plan for farmers in Namwala? They don't know. They don't know. Okay, look, Zambia right now, most rains we get, Northern part of the country. What's your plan for that shit? 
And then the other side of the country, what's the plan in as far as agriculture is concerned? They don't know because they don't plan to be president. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't plan to be president. When Awasa flourished, did his thing, Kwacha came down to about the Kwacha dollar rate came down to about three Kwacha. It Which was is dope. Crazy yeah. when you think it about was it also now. dope. It was also dope because there was the hippie completion point that we had just reached, mm-hmm. and then even Edith Nawaki, who was on radio, ranting and you know doing her thing oh, we today, talk about that shit. <laughs> uh, was like, no, this is not a Mwanawasa situation. It's not Mwanawasa who made this possible for the kwacha to be this low, dollar kwacha rate to be this low. It was the hippie completion point. We reached the hippie completion point and we got our debt cancelled. I think it was seven billion dollars then. Some shit like that. Some yeah. shit like that. I'm not I'm not t- t- totally sure. But like around that particular point. So our debt was cancelled. So what do you think is gonna happen between the dollar quarter rate? It was yeah. low as fuck. So she was like, it's not him. It's because we tightened our belts as Zambians and we got to this particular point. And then he came into power, and then it was at that particular point when we had just, you know, reached the hippie completion point, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, like, look, if we're if we're ever if we're ever going to get to a point where we, we significantly reduce our debt, we have to go through an excruciating period of just like, yeah, um, pain. Let me call it that because it's yeah. like. Um, We'll probably be squeezed a little more. I would rather know we're being squeezed with taxes, but like we're just we're doing the right thing with the money. The money is going where mm-hmm. when we where it's supposed to go. You know what I mean? It's like look at any successful country who had a large amount of debt. Go look at how they they managed to get back on their feet. It's always like, look, we have to. Look, yeah. everyone has to sacrifice. Yeah. Everyone has to yeah. chip in, yeah. which is and the citizens, citizens, did I say citizens, uh, citizens, shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. you citizens. <laughs> That's you probably shit. what they call it. Citizens. <laughs> <laughs> what are the citizens talking about you today? Know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, hey, like we have to go through an excruciating period where it's like, oh fuck, I'm getting squeezed. But because the money is going where it's supposed to, we're clearing all this shit. My kids, after I'm gone, will have a better time here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what we have now. The problem with corruption is it's so fucking now that it, it neglects the future. You know what I mean? It's like look at roads. It's like we, how much money is being spent on roads? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a ridiculous amount of money per kilometer. And it's like, we're spending more money on roads than any other country in the SADC region. Yeah. And at the end of the day, those roads, as we've seen with our own eyes, are fucking substandard roads. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to rape the fucking economy, at least give us a decent fucking road, bro. Like, are you that shitty of a fucking human being that you can't even make a proper road? Mm-hmm. Like, you're already getting, you're already stealing all this money. 
I mean, like, but just make a fucking road that we can be, what we can use for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, the statement that you made reminds me of an Eminem statement, which I think one day will come back to troll him. <laughs> Maybe after the, this podcast, it will. <laughs> it's like I even, I even make the women that I rape come. Oh shit! You know what I mean? That was an Eminem <laughs> statement, by the way. Is he not cancelled? Bro, for all the shit that he said, bro, Marshall Mathers LP shit. was a totally different time. Yeah, no, you can't. Bruh, you you can't, you, you, you can't do that shit now. So, <laughs> I say that to kind of like say, if you're gonna rape the economy. Make maybe at least make it come. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. If you're gonna rape the economy, make oh it come. my god! <laughs> and not just for yourself, not just for yourself. Oh shit! Because it's fucked up. Because that's what the situation is right now. Niggas are raping the economy, building roads. It's like I saw a post where I'm somebody like, said like I, I was I was sitting down. It's like I was in my road work road. Yeah, Los Angeles Boulevard. Why the fuck are you expanding Los Angeles Boulevard? To what? For what? And it's shitty right now. Why are you trying to expand Los Angeles Boulevard? Does it need to be extended? I don't and think when so. I say when I say need, I mean exactly that. Need. No. There's no It need doesn't to need it. to be expanded. It already has two lanes on each side. Yes. So why the fuck are you expanding it? It's the Decongestion, sir. Fuck the That's what they're doing. These <laughs> fucking assholes. Bro, nah, man. Crazy shit. But yeah, um, I I'm really disappointed with the the whole handling of the central government and I, having someone who has no fucking clue about running a fucking government. I mean, a, a central bank being given that role. I saw a joke someone somewhere saying. Zikas has finally produced a governor. Wow. Because apparently. Wow. <laughs> apparently, that nigga was at Zikas, bro. He was? New dude. Oh, yeah. for real? <laughs> niggas calling oh my God, him, niggas damn, calling him Michael funny. Jackson. Have you seen Have you seen the Tuma thing, the Tuma memes, him doing a split? Oh, yeah. You saw that? Uh, I saw that shit, yeah. Did you see the, the one where he's uh, basically hyping up. Uh, Beer banda, dancing, drinking, drinking a beer, yeah, all that. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. I mean, he's pretty chill. Um, it gives you uh, an insight into who he drinks with. Yeah, and probably what those kind of parties look like. You know what I mean? But yeah, look. Like at the end of the day, the economy is not something that is. It's not something you can fuck with, and you need. I just. Look, if I'm in a situation where... Look, wouldn't you want to know if you were dropped into the middle of the Amazon that you're with someone who knows what to do when shit gets fucked up? I'm with Bear Grylls. The nigga they fired is Bear Grylls, bro. How do you get rid of Bear Grylls? I'm with fucking Bear Grylls. <laughs> bro. I'm bringing a nigga who has doesn't I know am with shit. Bear Grylls. You need a nigga who can drink his pee, pee. bro. Yes. That's what you need. Especially now. Yeah. 
You need a nigga who can drink his pee, <laughs> who's gonna tell you to tighten your own belt, yes. who can kill a venomous snake, cut off his head, and and bribe that shit peel, out of that shit, bro. Peel peel off of one thing. I've seen that nigga do that shit. It's like just poke it right here on this private part, private parts, and just peel the skin off. And he always gloats about how snake tastes, bro. It's like it's I want so a governor delicious. that would tell you about some snake yes. fucking meat, bro. That's what you need. That's what <laughs> That's we need. What I need bro. That's what we need. You know? Not some governor that's been like, ew, I don't eat snake. Oh. Fuck you talking about, nigger? Anyway, uh, there's a story about a man burning a woman. Yeah. Um, he, well, there was a feud between a man and a woman or in a relationship. And the gist of the story is. Guy goes to a woman, asks for some money, and she <laughs> says no. And he's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, you're cooking? Shit, I'm going to cook is, you. This is his, his girlfriend, basically. Picks up hot oil and pours it on her face. Yeah. And she's literally disfigured right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, neck, neck and face, like, just all the way fucked up. Yeah. Now... We all get angry. Shit gets wild. If you've been in a real relationship where you love the person that you're with, um, you've probably been in a situation where shit went a little too far. Mm-hmm. That shit happens. It's life. Mm-hmm. But how do you get yourself to pick up that fucking pan of hot oil? oil. And throw it on another person's face. The person you claim you love. You say you love this person. Mm. You care about them. But here's the thing. Um, Burn the shit yeah. up. Like, this woman has, like, she was probably really beautiful or whatever. Yeah. But and, now and, shit yeah. is fucked up. And, and the thing is. Would you blame is, her if she tried to kill this nigga? Nah, not at all. Not at all. So, basically, this is Zambian story. This is on the copper belt where this dude actually burned uh, his girl with hot oil, poured hot oil on her face. And this is on the copper belt uh, because she refused to lend him money. All right. And the thing is, she had money, but it wasn't her money. It was money from her workplace. Right. Mm -hmm. So he saw the money. And it was like, yo, lend me this money. And she was like, nah, I need this money because the people I work are going to need it tomorrow. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, argument ensued, blah, 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 blah. But the fucked up situation about this whole thing is what she says is he had already threatened or said, I would disfigure your face. Because she's beautiful. I would disfigure your face because it's almost like he feels she feels a certain type of way because she's a beautiful person. She's got a beautiful face. So, so he had he said this shit before. Because yeah. he was dating a beautiful woman. Yes, sir. So it's like, yo, I'm going to fuck your shit up so that no one can look at you again. And he did it. Man, like, what kind of... 
you know what? Like, I, I, I'm just, and maybe this is a stretch. It's like, man, like, before you date someone, and I know this probably doesn't happen. It definitely doesn't. But it's like, um, are there ways that you can evaluate a person? Because look, before certain individuals get employed, <laughs> they'll look at your fucking history. Like with big corporations, it's like, oh, what is your oh, yeah. criminal history? Yeah. What is your mental history yeah. and all of that shit? Yeah. It's like, that's an institution. Mm-hmm. A relationship is an institution. They say marriage is, but I feel like a relationship is that as well. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at it as something you're, if it's long term, if it's mm-hmm. something that you see growing into something, uh, you know, into a situation that you, you know, lock down or whatever. So it's like, I'm sure she probably heard these threats. Oh, yeah. And I said, like, get the fuck out of here. That, that's exactly what I said. It's like, bro, it's like, you're not going to remind one you're not going to remember one threat. But wouldn't you want to know? Do we? Do you ever think of that? Anyway, you're fucking married, so it's this weird situation. But before you got married, mm-hmm. was that... I don't know. Did you... Is that a thought that would ever cross your mind to find out? Like, what's the wildest shit that this person has done so far? In their life. Oh, yeah. You were curious about that shit. I was curious about that shit. I think I always asked about that shit. <laughs> you wait, wait. So how do you not, phrase the not question? Not even, not even, not even on some, no, like not even, and the th- that's the thing. It's like, it's not even on some, oh, I think you are some fucking demented, psychotic bitch. <laughs> it's just trying to find out where your mental state is at. It's like, where you at? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? You know, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Could be sexually, could be whatever it is. What's the yeah. craziest thing you've, you have ever done? And it's what's like, the purpose of that question to find out? Like, what? It was to find out where, what's the who limit? are you? You know what mm. I mean? This is like, it's like I'm trying to rate you. Oh no, I'm trying to rate you on a blank canvas. It's, it's literally a blank canvas. It's, it's like uh, when you were going to the Big Brother house. Uh, I've never auditioned, but I know people who did. And they would ask you, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And we're like, oh, I had sex at my mother-in-law's house. And then the guys, the judges would be like, brah, it's like I had sex while I was driving. Is that really what what the craziest thing? Really, that's all. That's that's crazy. Oh no, I sucked my nigga's dick at his mother-in-law's house, and the judges be like, eh, because you know, like you have different judges from different places, you know. So they would try and judge and try and sort of gauge your level of craziness to make the show exciting. Yeah, you're not gonna bring yeah, person. Into yeah, the you're not gonna bring boring people. They would probably bring in a decent chick and someone who's like, "Oh, uh, I start the niggas, balls, and 
That sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, even know I, where that going. While jerking off two dicks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and they jizzed on my weave or whatever oh, it is, yeah, you know? Whatever the fuck. Whatever it is. So, they try and bring people in that particular environment and try and, you know, make an interesting show. So, I said that to say, it's like, look, <laughs> and as far as I was concerned, it's like I, I would always try and find out, like, uh, where you at? You know, because there's, and I was trying to say this even, you know, when I saw this story, you know, people who be like, I know me, I'm just short tempered, eh? Short tempered. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah. Mm, me and my boyfriend is short tempered. Nobody out here trying to glorify that negative shit, my nigga. Yeah, that's, that's I'm I'm just short tempered, so I'm gonna slap you a couple of times. Oh no, he's just short tempered. Yeah. And then, what if he decides to be like, "Fuck, grab a knife." Short tempered. He's just short tempered. He's not going to do anything. Have you been in a situation where shit went far? Where where you're like, whoa, this is like a scene in a movie where it's like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Like, somebody grabs a knife, maybe. No, no. I've been in those situations. In a relationship relationship type shit? No, 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 never. Oh, I have. No, yeah, you have. I go. have, and, and it's been a few times. Um, I think I'm getting to a point where, I think for a while I've been, I've been at a point where like I blame, it's been a blame game of like, oh they were fucking crazy, but you know what? I I, I think the phrase you attract the people that you kind of are, <laughs> maybe I hold some truth to it because it's like. I've gone through some wild shit when it comes to relationships, you know, and there was a time where there was somebody who I was dating and shit was getting real fucked up because mostly because they were shady. The other person was shady. And then when you call out, when you call them out, they get defensive and it's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. There was one time where this girl started cutting herself and she's like bro uh, I'm gonna cut this fucking artery and I'm gonna fucking die and I'm like oh do that shit then let me see you do that shit yeah (laughs) then she actually like cut herself but she never really went that deep into the fucking skin and I was like fuck so now you find yourself trapped in a situation where it's like, oh shit! Like she's she's threatened to do this shit. Yeah. When I say I'm gonna leave, never done it. But now I've seen it right before my eyes that she's yeah. capable of doing this. Yeah, and then eventually you find out it's like people just act childish sometimes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's psychological shit. Because number one, uh, when you when you slit your wrists. Uh, I don't even know if I should say this shit But like if you slit your wrist Just standing up You slit your wrist right now The blood is gonna clot Because the body knows It's like oh shit 
I'm losing blood, blood is going to clot, and like shit will stop. Do you know that? No. So what you have to do, legit, is once oh. you slit your wrist. Is this a tutorial on how to kill yourself? Yeah. So if, if you're gonna bounce, <laughs> if you're gonna bounce, do it the right way. So if you're gonna slit your wrist, you need wow, to. You really full of shit. This guy's really <laughs> giving a tutorial on how you can kill yourself. No, but like what I'm saying is, it's like people who are like, oh, I'm gonna slit my wrist and die right now. No, nigga, you're not. You're gonna pass out for a few minutes. You're gonna wake up in the hospital, and then ZP. He's going to slap the shit out of you. And I'll probably <laughs> come through and slap the shit out of you too. But if you're going to slit your wrist, what you need to do is put your body, put your arms in hot, in warm water so that the blood just continuously flows out. It doesn't clot. Because your body knows. It's like, look, I'm losing too much blood here and it's will clot yeah. easily. It will, it will stop itself from doing that shit. The body is a fucking intelligent thing, so How it will you stop. Get this so, so you need sir. to put your arms in warm water. <laughs> no, I need and to then know. The How the hell <laughs> you have this fucking information? I just say no. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna go out, go out the oh, right way, you my fucking nigga. Full of shit, bro. You know, go out the right way. Go out the right way. Sidebar, 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 sidebar. Chill, 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 chill. Sidebar, sidebar. Okay. Um. I was like, fuck, this is how you make a fucking advert. There was an advert I saw. I think, I don't know if you've seen this. Mm. Dude is trying to kill himself. And then he gets up on a, stands up on a little pedestal, whatever. Puts the rope around his neck. You know what I mean? And then it looks down. Right? And then the shit he's standing on is literally a Heineken crate. You know what I mean? And it says Heineken. And then the nigga looks at that shit. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Heineken. And then he <laughs> removes the noose from around his neck. And then gets a beer. And then he looks at the noose. Looks at the beer. And then he's like, fuck that shit. Legit uses the crate to open a beer. <laughs> Takes a sip. And I'm like, yo. That's and I'm like, up, that is so <laughs> fucked up. But like, that, no words, no. This is yeah. how you, yeah. no. Those are the best ads. Those are the best ads, Where bro. Where you don't, there's nobody speaking. And I'm like, you yo, just see the shit. that shit right there made me feel like buying a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heineken is one of the best beers in the world anyway. Too much, man, too much. Um, but yeah, um, moral of the story. But this man burning a woman's face with hot oil, sir. Your thoughts. Douchebag. Asshole. Uh, burn him. Burn him too. Burn him too. If, if if we could. Because um, the last time I read the story, he was on the loose. So he wasn't apprehended yet. So he's a coward. He's a, it's a fucking coward. It's a fucking coward. Look, if you're going to be insecure about shit like this, and the, the thing is, like I said... He had threatened to do the shit before. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna disfigure your face because your pretty face is blah 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 blah. You know, and please keep in mind this is in the hood, it's a ghetto, whatever. But like, not saying it's restricted to the ghetto. But if you have insecurities because your woman is fine, 
you have a problem already. You know what I mean? Because she's beautiful. Yeah. Instead of being appreciative, it's like, yo, you with your fine ass, you chose me. You're insecure yeah, about he that. He probably shit. had a whole lot of insecurities yeah. insecurities himself. And he's like, wait, I'm actually seeing a very beautiful woman. How is this shit happening? You know what I mean? And then I guess it fucked with his psyche, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's it doesn't make any it's kind stupid. of sense. It's stupid, and uh, yeah, I mean, lock this guy up. Lock him up. Um, so now, <clears throat> how do we prevent? Look, we have people listening to us mm-hmm. all the time who are involved with other with people and whatever. So how how do you? What are the steps do you need to take before you get into a relationship? Because clearly this guy had issues, unresolved issues, okay? Because you don't look at another person. Look, if somebody can burn your face, they're capable of killing you. Easily. Like, we all get angry. But getting to the point of, look, I really don't give a fuck right now. Like, I'm really just going to do this shit. He can go to court and probably win and probably say, look, I was upset. I was angry. And because they say, look, when you get angry, there's a state of insanity Insanity that gets into you or whatever. So, like, how do you, how do you, there should be some steps that you take before you get into a fucking relationship. No, here's here's the thing. My thing is, it's like, you should be able to tell us that shit because you've been with some people who are trying to cut themselves. Good, good observation, but it's like I'm still fucking learning with this shit. Like sometimes Look, you never knew, you never know. Like some, yeah, yeah. It's like until it happens. Look, here's here's the thing for me. Number one, um, relationships should be mutual. That's number one. Uh, what you give out should be what you take in. What the other person sees of you and whatever, whatever. It, if it if it starts bordering on fucking obsession, it's a problem. You know what I mean? But wanting to know where you are, that. where you are every single time, every single fucking minute, just like, bruh. But you, you are in a relationship. You're in a relationship. Listen, yeah, there chill. are complexities because you could be coming from a relationship where. The person you're with didn't even care what the fuck you were doing. And now you get into a relationship with somebody who wants to know what you're doing all the time. And in that moment, you're taking it as, oh, he cares. But from the outside looking in, it's like, that's toxic. It's very behavior. toxic. It's very toxic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, there's that layer. And I know what you're trying to say, but there's mm. that layer of like, you know, that just... Because, look, if no one gets with somebody knowing they're fucked up. Yeah. You believe that who you're getting with is cool and shit. Yeah, but, like, you know I mean? humans are damaged. <laughs> that's it's like, how facts. damaged is the person you're going to get with? I feel that, like, you know That's what you need to know. The problem is, there's a lot of women trying to fix niggas, bro. True, because that's... There's a lot of women trying to yeah, That is absolutely true. Yeah. And they're because it's like, look, uh, and... 
we're not trying to sound sexist or whatever it is. But the thing it's is, just the truth. Women love a project. Yeah, Bruh niggas don't mind. And I watch, I watch, uh, you know, shows that have. Uh, I watch the Home Channel. You know, I even learned the phrase turnkey, turnkey home. You know, it's like, oh, is it a project or is it turnkey home? Saying like you just turn a key, you walk in, everything is done. There's the microwave, the stove is there, the gas stove, everything is already in its place, mm-hmm. right? And then there's people who love a project, but sometimes. And here's the thing: it's like I've said this before, uh, in my head or wherever it is. <laughs> Women want to fix certain things that didn't even ask to be fixed. I'll fix it. Oh, he's not calling me. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. He's whatever. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. He's got a temper. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. He's got a temper. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? And he didn't ask to be fixed. There's certain individuals who are not even with you like that or they don't want to be with you or they're in other relationships or they're with somebody else and you're the side chick. But like, oh. And then there are other niggas who would say some shit like, oh no, I'm not having my relationship, whatever. It's like, oh, I will fix it for him. Yeah, I'm married, I, but I'm not happy. And here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> niggas use that the shit to get laid here, all nigga. the time. <laughs> <laughs> because, and and the reason why niggas use that shit all the time, is like, I'm married, but I'm not happy, is because women love a project. They want to fix it. Oh, he's not happy, so I'll make him happy. Yeah. What is it like? True. He likes but, to but, but, I don't want anyone to think this is us being apologists for what the guy did because what he did was really fucked up. No, we're not even talking you know about that. I mean? It's like we're away from that shit. Yeah, I just don't want anyone to interpret it. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're not tying that shit together. Yeah, no. You know, this is just some other shit. This is, this is just some but other getting shit. Getting down to that relationship scope, like, how do you. How do you get to a point where it's like, man, like, you know what? I feel like, I feel like what it is, this guy's probably been telling himself, I'm going to do this shit. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely has. Not exactly the oil spilling, like BP, (laughs) but like, wow, he's BP. Trash, trash, trash. I'm sorry. But like, he's probably been like, I'm I'm going to do some shit to her. Yeah, yeah. And then opportunity presents itself without him pre-planning it. Probably, I don't think it was pre-med. I guess it's premeditated. If it is thinking about it, He's but he didn't really plan it out. Like I'm, oh, I'm gonna get in the house. There'll be an argument. Then I'll pick up the pan and throw the shit on her face. It's like, oh, some shit broke out. And because you've already prepared your mind, like, you know what? One day when she does this shit, I'm going to fuck up. 
And that's how the nigga did that shit. Now, guys, I'm speaking to the men. We we sometimes get to that point as men where it's like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. She's always whatever. It's like, I'm going to do this fucking shit. I'm going to fuck up. These are conversations we have ourselves sometimes, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And a normal person or just a regular human being who knows about how human relations move will not get to the point where he does, he acts on his crazy thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. What you do is you go out and have a conversation and be like, yo, listen. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Like, listen, when you do this shit, it makes me want to do this shit. So, (laughs) so you make her understand. It's like, listen, like, this is where I'm at. And if you're dating somebody who has a certain level of emotional intelligence, they'll understand you and they'll know. It's like, oh, I'm Mm. not going to take you off like this. But clearly, the situation that we're talking about, we're talking about a fucking maniac who, like, what about. Like, how are you going to go fucking crazy just because somebody doesn't want to give you money? And, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, you probably are the problem. He's, he's a narcissist. Because it's like, why don't you want to lend me money? He's a fucking asshole. Look. She's probably lent him money in the past and he never yeah. paid back. Yeah. And it's like, fuck and look, off, nigga. The thing is, it's like, what, what it was, it's like, the money that she had was for work. It wasn't her money. She's probably <laughs> giving giving him her money before. But like this is like oh, yeah, couldn't do it. This is for work. Yeah, our women sacrifice they will, a lot. Yeah, for they, us, will, they will, they will, they will, they will ask for this tomorrow morning. Yeah. So you can't be like oh, like, give me this money and then I will whatever. You can't do that shit, you know. So it's 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 a, this nigga is, is a douchebag man. Like, it's like asshole. I can't wait. Weak ass nigga. Weak ass nigga, bro. Like piece of shit. Like. Proper piece of shit nigga. Put a tie on this nigga, man. Like the fuck out of here. Put a bro. tie on this nigga, my nigga. <laughs> Paravene this nigga, my nigga. <laughs> this is what we do. Motherfucking <laughs> justice, motherfucker. Like, the fuck out of here. No. Like, because like, you've really, you've literally like, destroyed I, yeah, somebody's life. Yeah, bro. we had the conversation on, on, on air. And I was saying, it's like, look, even Honey said, say, um, he legit has killed her to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because facts. going forward, yeah. That's because facts. going forward, yes, facts. Ooh, look, I didn't even it, think and we're like not even, bruh, Like he has because he's taken away something that was important to the, her. There's certain if somebody uh, cut uh, off yeah, your dreadlocks. Yeah, how did you feel, sir? If we not burnt even, not even your that, dreadlocks, not even sir. that, <laughs> not even that. But like, I was like, keep like. Oh, there are back. certain things um, you can get mad over. Certain things that we can get mad over and talk about and push and whatever, whatever. But there are certain situations like that, like her and her situation, to a certain extent, not to down us as Africans, but... Americans, people in the Western world, you see, you, you've seen, not even you see, you've seen people. No arms, no legs, motivational speaker. 
he swims, he does whatever. He do- You've seen those things. Mm. But our society is built differently. The states loves a comeback story. As Africans, as Zambians, yeah, over here it's like it's different. It's yeah, different. I, I, I feel, I feel like we can't get over the fact that we're feeling sorry for you. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. So it's like to treat you to treat you as this like look, you and and I'm legit remembering us. An individual in my head right now, no arms, no legs. Yeah, I, I remember he can swim he and can whatever. He can swim, yeah. he can whatever. He preaches, He's like a whatever. preacher and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but that's like one story in a million, though. Yes, but there are a lot of them in the Western world. There's a lot of people without arms and legs. No, n- not just arms and legs. There's, there's. I know there's a chick. They're just who handicapped in a certain. Handicapped way. in a certain way. There's a chick who got her arm bit off. I think she was a lot on CBN. She got bit off by what? Her arm got bit off. She's who, a surfer. So like a shark? Great white shark took her arm, her oh, arm right off. That's like, I'm sorry. Like, great white, white sharks are full of shit, bro. They're the fucking <laughs> assholes, bro. It's like, oh, surfer. Oh, is that an arm? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, like, apparently they. I'm sorry, ladies. It's like if you're surfing, arm. if you're surfing, apparently, uh, especially from underneath, they always they got the arms out. And yeah, so, so they think like, you're you know? a fucking seal or some shit like that. Because <laughs> that's what they Stop eat all the this, time, bro. I always find animal jokes funny, <laughs> and I know you're not telling a that's joke. Not a but joke. This is funny. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like when humans have their arms out, it's like, oh, it's a yeah, seal. It's a subordinate <laughs> peddling I'm a terrible human being. I'm sorry. <laughs> so great whites Who literally. Who animal humor like funny, bro? <laughs> so shit. great whites literally like even just jump out of the water. I don't know if you've seen that shit before. But so do great, did the great white shark do that just taking a piss it's like oh i'm just gonna take an arm no like it, or do it they do, do they do that to seals like oh just yeah they do that shit no they do that shit to the arm they eat them. or to just to, to make you them. fail to swim so i can just chow you right no it's not even about arm or whatever like great white so they have technique yeah, the because technique, I would think the taking technique. away the arm is stopping you from swimming to no. run away from no, me. No, the, the technique I just is eat? one take a big chunk out of you, whichever body part it? it is. Don't get back to eating the rest. Yeah, they will get back to eating the rest, but like if I take part of your stomach oh, or your belly or whatever, yeah. whatever body part it is, I would take a big chunk out of it and then. It is what it is. And that's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, let's get to the rats in the hospital. Which hospital was this, by the way? Gateway Centro. So, there were some gangster rats in uh, a ward in a hospital here in Zambia in the Copper Belt. We're in Lusaka. Copper Belt is like, what, six hours away from here? Um, Look, we've had conversations about... um, the healthcare system in Zambia and how poor it is. Mm-hmm. And I know, you and I know how poor it can get. Mm-hmm. But I never thought I'd ever see 
Rats. Rats in a ward, bro. Like, somebody was taking a video. This is a video that went viral where rats were over somebody's food or some shit. Like, a bag yeah, and they have all that shit. These rats were having a fucking field day there. Time of the lives. Now, the way rats operate, right? They be uh, fucking. Of course they be fucking. They, yeah. <laughs> lot of, they nut a motherfucking lot, right? So it's like there's a colony. Obviously, there's a colony at that place because in that video, yeah, yeah. I probably saw like four or five rats. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see four or five rats, usually you need to multiply that by two or three or four. Even more. Yeah. Like depending on how crazy it is. And if you find little baby rats and shit, yeah, multiply that shit by 10 because there's probably one. 10 other rats. Yeah, that are real. doing the same shit. Now, mm. rats are some of the most disgusting creatures on Earth because they house, like, a shitload of Bunch illnesses of and infections and whatever. Like, they're disgusting. Mm. And a ward is meant, a hospital ward, is meant to be a clean, sterilized environment mm. where patients who are being taken care of... Mm will likely not catch anything else while they're in there. That's true. That's the whole idea. We're holding you here because we don't want you to go out there and catch catch some shit. But you're in the ward and you have a higher chance of catching some sort of other Mm -hmm. infection while you're there. Mm -hmm. Now, this begs a question. There's definitely people who know their rats that are lurking in the air. There's an infestation of fucking rats in the area. What are we doing about it? You don't need the government to get in for you to deal with rats. Yes, you're a government institution. But you as a doctor, you know the effects that rats have on people. People. If they touch your food and you eat it, you probably catch something. Yeah. And you're treating them. They're already in a fragile phase. If you put somebody on a hospital bed, it's because they're in a fragile state. Yes, and sir. Yes, sir. You want to take care of them to make sure that they're good so they don't catch anything else. You want to treat whatever they have to make sure they don't die. So you know these rats. What the fuck are you doing about this fucking shit? And you know, and you know, the crazy thing is, uh, one of the um, things that people used to use to counter rats in other places, like grocery stores, whatever. Because, as far as grocery stores are concerned, it's like you have biscuits, whatever. Obviously, rats are going to show up for an easy meal, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have a cat. Even just a cat will deal with that shit. Yeah, because it looks like a shitload of. But like, no. But here's the thing: it's like with cats in a grocery store, it's different. Cats will still pee, will still do their shit, Mm. and cat piss also has different shit going on. So in a grocery store, that shit works Mm -hmm. because it will fuck up the rats. They will chase the rats out. Whatever. It's it's normal. To have a cat in a grocery store 
whatever, right? Yeah, you can't do that in a ward, though. They can't do that in a ward. Because cats have... Cats also have their own fur. diseases. They yeah. also have shit in the fur. Like, it's also another long story, mm-hmm. you know? So you can't have cats just roaming around the fucking hospital, you know? So what you need to do is make sure that that shit is clean all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And all. clearly... Rats hate cleanliness. Yeah. And clearly, <laughs> they can't do that. And can, They can't do that. What you mean they can't do that, bro? Clearly, they can't do that. Okay, I get what you're saying when you say what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is there no initiative? Like, look, at a hospital, some of the most important people that work there mm-hmm. are the janitors. Yeah. And it is your job to make sure, I'm pretty sure it's in their contract. It says, hey, you make sure this place is clean. Mm-hmm. It's free of rodents. Maybe it won't even say that, but mm-hmm. it will say, hey, foreign objects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the contract says, but I'm pretty sure it says, look, you're working in a high-risk environment. I need mm-hmm. to make sure that this place is safe for whoever is on those beds. Yeah. I mean, no, those are facts. Now, um, we know the government system is fucked up. It is. <laughs> Super fucked up. But it's like, bro, like, Look, what I is had, your fucking conscious yeah. when you're working in this place yeah. where you know they're rats? And you, Gross, you're just like, bro. yo, fuck it, I'm just going to sit down. Mm. Like, you're still getting his fucking salary. Yeah. But you don't care. But that's the thing, though. These niggas don't care. Dude, bro. They don't like, care. They don't care. They don't care. That's, that's, just, that's, just a, that's just a fact that people don't care. As long as I get, I get paid, I don't give a shit. Damn. That's the biggest problem that Zambia has had, still has, to this freaking point. That's the problem we have. That's sad, bro. That's really sad. As long as I get my money. It's like, you know don't I mean? you, I mean, I guess, man, I don't know, you want a pat on the back or something? Like, what do you want for you to do your job? Like, you're a janitor. Not even to look down on what you do, because look, you're a very important part of that institution. So your job, as primitive as it may seem, is very important. Because it's like, if you do your job, you're lessening by a certain percentage the amount of people that will probably catch some shit from being in an environment that's dirty. And you sh- shouldn't you take pride in that? Like, Look, I contribute and, uh, to people getting better, like, without even and touching here's or the, treating and, them. and here's the thing. That's where... Um, they rats. To, what about the blankets, bro? Yeah. Look, for me, it's, it's that's where we need to get to a point where we are not looking at jobs in terms of prestige. I mean, because it's not about prestige. Because if the janitor doesn't do his job, the CEO gets sick off of something that the janitor didn't do. You know what I mean? Mm. So you, at the top of the tier and at the top of the whatever, you get affected by something that's whose 
quote unquote at the bottom didn't do. You know what I mean? How stupid is that? Is there no one to to get to like Is there no accountability? Like I look, I know there's no accountability. There's no but it's accountability. Like, is there, look, there's people, there's nurses in charge who um they deal with student nurses or whatever they take you around show you these different processes or whatever and they make sure that you do your job like is there no one in that ward who's like I'm in charge of this ward I don't want anyone to die in this ward I want to make sure everything is fine like because I know every ward has a person that is in charge with it so it's like even that person it's like don't give a shit they really don't give a shit yeah. bruh Look, um hey, this as, is how as bad his, shit his, is in this motherfucking yeah, country, bro. That's what it is. Look, as someone who has dealt with um uh Dr. Do- Monique. Dr. Monique. <laughs> Have you had a conversation <laughs> about Dr. Monique with Monique? No. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. That would be interesting. I'll be, be dope as fuck. <laughs> But the thing is, Stack, look, uh, as someone who has dealt with the public health system mm. closely, um, I can safely say that people tell you this shit all the time and it's fucking annoying. Uh, one thing that I've said all the time, even my brother, my older my older brother is in the states and this is not some type of brag or some shit like that but like when his son was getting born in the states he would tell us like people would come and check on you hourly nurses would come and check on you how is she how is she doing oh this is how she's doing this is how your wife is doing this is what's going on this is what's happening hourly right he was like ah you you talk about paying insurance it's a bit expensive here but when you go through the actual process and then you have someone who's giving birth you see why you're paying what you're paying for you know what i mean mm-hmm. you might complain about the taxes but when you're in the shit you're like ah shit that's it makes why. sense it makes sense um I've dealt with that shit personally in here in Osaka whatever UTH is garbage bullshit bullshit I won't even miss my words UTH is bullshit because I've had been in situations but it's like look I had we had twins boy and a girl we lost the boy the girl survived for a bit and whatever the wife even told me it's like bro when just the the baby premature baby there was no ventilator there was no incubator because that's what the baby is supposed to be in and they're premature when they're premature they're supposed to be in an incubator not some fucking warm lamp or whatever. Mm-hmm. Baby was in even in a warm lamp. The wife went checked and like, "Yo, the baby is cold, bro." 
It's like, no, that's the way the babies are supposed to be. Oh, my gosh. And here's the thing. It's a problem when people, and I've said this before, that's UTH. When people get familiar with death. Yeah, you know what? That's true. Because, like, when you have conversations with some of these health practitioners, like, that's something you hear. It's like, oh, like, because I remember, like, I mentioned this, like, one of our mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. and not to throw him into this negative um, pool of whatever, but it's like, he was like, yeah, I've seen dead bodies a few times. Like, I really don't care. Like, and it's like, I feel like, yes, as a person who is dealing with dead bodies every other day, you should get used to it. But when it trickles down to humanity and it affects the way you treat people who are on the brink of death, mm-hmm. and you're full of shit. <laughs> because I've seen that before. You should care. Like yeah. I've seen that. And and uh, this is the thing. Like I say some of this shit jokingly. Like, bro, you could go to UTH with the neck that's half severed. They'll give you Panadol. Someone is gonna try and shake your BP, <laughs> and you're gonna get in a line. You know what I mean? Yeah. It won't be like emergency. Fuck everybody else. This is a fucking emergency. The shit you see in the movies in the United States, it's not just in the movies. That's what happens. It's an emergency. Oh, yeah, you got a toe, you got something that's fucked up, whatever, cool. But if there's someone that's dying, before you ask, Nwandani Wadipida, you're going to take care of them. You're going to make sure that they're stable before that. That shit doesn't happen in UTH. Those are facts. I've seen that people willed in a fucking wheelchair. You could look at this dude and be like, is he alive? Is he dead? And someone is shaking his BP. And I've always said it's like that familiarity with people dying and you're not feeling. Is is that a flaw in the health care? Yes. Educational system. It's a fucking flaw in the humanity system. Because I'm pretty sure there is... There should be an aspect in their studies that emphasize how important human life is and how you should treat it. So... I don't know How used do you get to seeing somebody on the brink of death and you're just like, yeah, they, if they die, they die. If they die, they die. Yeah, and that's the situation. <laughs> it's like, that's I mean, my look, I've I've told my sister this so many times, and she, she, you know, she's been studying to be a nurse for the longest time. And I've told her, like, don't ever get familiar with that shit. Don't get trash. Don't 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 get trash. Whoever you're working with, don't get trash because it's like, look, I've been in that situation. I've I've been with relatives who are trying to get better or even in situations where like if it wasn't for B 
people who were connected in my family people would have died easily people, deputy ministers had to be called you know what i mean like mm. you have to call a deputy minister be like boss so and so is ill is any and it's only because it's like oh, i had an uncle who was at zimbabwe for the longest time and it's like he had connections you know he flew with the president's presidents mm. in general and all of that and he was an influential senior editor you know yeah. so he could be like hey bra i'm a write you not even i'm a write you but like if you've flown with presidents before they respect you Yeah. especially if you work for ZMBC. So I had an uncle who worked for ZMBC, my uncle, I had another uncle who he he stayed with when he was growing up and whatever. I'm like, ah. And now I've worked for ZMBC 10 15 years, you know. And then the person I stayed with at the same house who kept me is sick. Call the deputy minister. And then no. that's the only way we got a certain type of treatment that's crazy bro that reminds me of one of our friends mm. who's in the squad group mm. uh who added me you know mm. because i was out of the squad group for a while because i changed my whatsapp number okay um so he number active which Nine one six? sorry the 96 number it's not active on whatsapp anymore bro No, it's generally is it active? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it works. I've never tried <laughs> to call it. So, it's like he was he was if you remember he he got hospitalized for a while. Yeah. And he got really bad. Yeah. And he got so bad he was on the brink of getting to oh shit, like this guy's going. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. One of the nurses recognized him. Mm. And were like, if we let this guy die, we're going to get investigated or whatever. Like, mm. we'll be the spotlight or whatever. So we mm. need to do whatever we can to make sure he doesn't fucking die. So now imagine, they they gave, they gave him extra care because of how influential he is. Mm. Mm. You know? But like, now imagine, imagine a situation where it's, It's just a normal everyday person. Oh, a, a normal everyday person who has yeah. no influence. Yeah. It's just he's got his family, he's got his job and whatever and mm-hmm. even if he dies, nobody will really unfortunately care. Mm-hmm. It's like now that gives you an insight. Like he he gave this story because he was unconscious but he could still hear because like mm. your ears will probably still work if you're at a certain level of consciousness so he could hear them say it's like oh if we let this guy die it'll be a problem mm-hmm. so give him the extra whatever whatever yeah that's the shit that went down with him so now translate that into an everyday guy who is not recognizable who is just maybe he's just a guy who probably works at a corporate institution or whatever he gets yeah. sick and yeah. if he dies it's like ah body for 50 whatever you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and what and, about and, those people yes and that's that's exactly what i'm saying it's like look as a health practitioner 
I don't think you should ever get familiar with death. You know. It shouldn't be like, ah, manafa. And then you move on and have your tea and donuts. You know what I mean? It should break your heart that someone passed on because that the person who passed on is someone's child, is someone's father, is someone's mother. It's it's, it's it should be the same shit that we see on fucking TV. It's just like, look, pardon the fucking dramatics. You know what I mean? But that's what it should be. You should care that much because it's like you signed up for that shit. You studied how, however years that you did to make sure that people are good. The fucking shit that you put in is like to make sure that a car is dope. As a mechanic, it's like, it's like, look, I sold my motor because I thought my car was dead. I see my car almost every other fucking day and it's dope as fuck. Damn, bro. I feel In the same fucking hood. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's I don't look at it, it's like, I, I feel bad because like, oh shit, I could have just waited a little bit, but like I had my other problems and whatever it is. The person who's driving the car doesn't know what's going on. I I walk past it and I look inside and I do that shit. Do you really do that shit, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. No. Nah. <laughs> like this is the car that I used to hood. own. Yes. And I'm just I have so it. many memories around that car. You know what I mean? Oh, I got some memories in that goddamn car. Shut up. No, I'm not gonna say it. Like, no, I don't want anyone to think. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow, shit happened. <laughs> it's about the different places we went to. We've been you know to I mean? a lot of places yeah, with that car. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I see that car, and I'm like, oh shit, you know. But I got slapped in that car by somebody. You slapped the nigga. Did Did I slap somebody? No, you. Who, who slapped you? What you mean? You who the hell did I slap in the car, bro? Shut you the slapped fuck up. the nigga in fucking ten day, my nigga. <laughs> Oh, because of the, oh, we've talked we've talked we about talked this. about hundred nigga story, yeah. Mm. No, but remember when we were at a certain joint that's owned by Chinese, and then there was a certain girl that came and sat on my lap, and then did you get slapped? I didn't know you got slapped. Oh no, I did not get slapped. You did not get the slapped. Girls bro. started arguing. Yes, it was just some fucking argument, some bullshit. And then you see what happens when you uh, pursue two rabbits. <laughs> the dog loses both the rabbits. <laughs> All of the rabbits ran away. <laughs> All of the rabbits ran away. The dog ate one of the rabbits. Or whatever. Uh, it it's is like, what it is. God but like, it. look, for me, it, it's, it's a situation where I look at that and I'm like, the health system in Zambia is... Oh, Pathetic. Shit. It's, it's shit. garbage. It's shit. It's always been shit, and it will continue to be shit until we get to a point where we we can, like police officers, to a certain extent, we can be like, "Ness, Warubita. you did this and this. You did this, this, yeah. this, this, this. Yeah, Shan- be because you know, you know, you know what happens even uh, in in other the countries, states." The example I was given by my uncle was Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine you're a doctor, right? Someone dies on your watch. I'm not happy that my relative died on your watch. Right? Yeah. I lodge in a complaint. That complaint is seen by a certain board and they're like, "Fuck. There was negligence." Mm-hmm. Right here, negligence. Fuck it. Your license gets suspended as a doctor. So you can't practice medicine anymore in Norway. So keep, please keep in mind it's like you've been studying for fucking 15 years or some shit. And then now your license is null and void, yeah. fam. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're no longer doctor Chakuti. You know, I think if if there's something I can take away from what the, all the conversations we've had today, it's if there was a level of accountability across the board, mm-hmm. I feel like things would be different. You yes. Know what I mean? Yes. Like, you, like, it's weird that we only have how many general hospitals mm-hmm. in this goddamn country? Yeah. What, three or four? There's Kitwe, I think. There's yeah, some Levy. There's UTH. Which other ones? There's one, so no, whatever. I'm, okay, listen. I'm talking about the big... The ones where if you get sick, even the private hospitals will be like, go yes. this side. They're specialized ones where you can find like, oh, this guy only deals with brains. This guy deals with hearts. This guy deals with cancer. Like, there's a few of them I know, but they're not enough. And so, if we... This is the... This is this goes back to the system I was talking about. If we have the chiefs that are united, call it an association if you want to, where they're like, look, this is what we want. If I don't get a hospital in my chief dome, or in my area, mm. it's a problem. And all of them say, listen, we only have, what, three or four general whatever hospitals, like proper mm. hospitals. Mm. We want shit to change. Or, listen, the guy who, the chief that's supposed to be in the Kitwe area where the rats were found, says, listen, I don't want any more rats in my fucking, in my jurisdiction, in my chief dome. Mm. Because as chiefs, they every area, even the the land we're sitting on right now, yes. is owned by a chief somewhere. Somewhere, you had to talk to a chief for you to get that. Mm. So it's like, I feel like the chiefs are the solution, bro. Because when they say this is what we want, mm. the shit will get done. No, I mean we like, want roads. Yeah. The niggas will get it done. We want schools. This is. Maybe there's some corrupt chiefs. I don't know. They get no, money and they know, don't care about yeah, their subjects. Look, no, the, I think the, they always do because the people who put them in place are the subjects. So what needs to happen is a situation where, um, for me, I feel like it's a constitution thing. Mm. No. The power that is awarded or given to politicians should also be seen to be uh, awarded to chiefs. Because if chief so-and-so says this, it's done. Yeah. It, 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 it shouldn't take away. 
and you know, we talked about chiefs and whatever. There's certain mm-hmm. chi- chiefs are very, very educated at this particular point. I know chiefs who were in the bank, working in the bank. And they're still alive. Uh, Shit. Yeah. I've heard yeah. niggas get die. HH, HH, HH is a headman. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. In Namwala. He's a headman. You know. So, it's, it's uh, even people like, when I'm going to Kalumba. is a headman. In his shift. He still has a trucking company and whatever. So it's not necessarily people who are kunuma video. It's about the balance. Yeah. No, they. They. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I really, I'm re- I strongly feel about this. It's like if they can all come together and say, "Listen, this is these are the agendas that," mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure the problems that they go through are common among them. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, like in my area, there's this going on. We don't have any schools. Mm. Or people have to walk miles on miles just to get water. So what do we do about that? Oh, there's no Zesco in my area. What do we do? This is what we need to do. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like if they all come together and say, hey, these, these are the important things that need to be done. And they all decide like, hey, listen. Mm. These are the these are this the, this this is their agenda. This is our agenda. How do we meet halfway to make sure that this gets done? Mm. You know, and presidential candidates, whoever is able to deliver that shit, delivers it because look, that's your access to the people. Yeah, it cannot be cheap to access the actual vote because look, there's somebody that has to influence that vote, and that's your chief. Yeah. But if these guys band together, it'll be different. Then the politicians don't have power over the villagers. Mm. Because it's like, these guys go out there, give food, money, chtenges, and whatever. It's like, now that shit goes out of the window. It's like, oh, what Mm. are you offering? The chief will say, hey, listen, this is, this, I've evaluated this shit. As long as the chiefs don't get compromised, Compromised, and that's the cool. thing. It's like it's very, and and that's why chiefs have so much respect is because it's very few of them that get compromised because the people who choose them is them, and obviously there's also other things that mm. are involved. Oh, of course, witchcraft. I'm gonna <laughs> say it on the microphone because look, look. And when them. you go back into history and read about how these people are able to rule. They need to show people that, yo, you can't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how no, bro, that's true. gains that's their true. respect. Because everyone's true. doing that shit. But it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I've got the the most wicked fucking witch Niggas doctor or whatever back. shit. <laughs> hey, I'm strapped, nigga. <laughs> Basically, I'm strapped. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so... It's things like that, man. Zambia, Zambia, I'll tell you, Zambia is just, we we are in a place where it's like the 72 tribes are a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing because it's cultural diversity. Bad thing because we can't band together and say this is what we want and if you don't do this shit, we won't vote for you. Mm -hmm. We vote for colors. 
And, bruh, like, for me, I'm just like, yo, show me what you want to do. We should be able to get to a place where, and now I'm talking about the guys who are not in the villages, like mm-hmm. you and I who are not in the village. We should be able to be like, oh, let me let me see what you're about to do. What are you going to do for me? What do I benefit mm-hmm. off of me getting my my voters card and going over to vote for your ass like what is it that you're offering me but then again if the people in the urban areas also had like some sort of association where we're like what are you going to do for us mm. what are you going to do for chilenje kawata woodlands da 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 i don't care about the your const, your mp yeah your member of parliament i'm talking yeah. about like if all those people in that area, in Lusaka Central, in Lusaka West or whatever, they all get together and say, hey, because we're only voting for you if you do this shit for us. Yeah. Rather than you saying, we're going to vote for this party. Because, yeah, because, because listen. Listen, in Kawata, Chilenje, Woodlands, there's, a, there's an infestation of cockroaches. it's a cockroach problem i lived in kawata and bro you live your food you leave your food laying there for two seconds there's a roach right there on your food in your drink too if you're careful previous place i was at i legit i had to spray bought some doom and everything (laughs) just doomsday for the roaches but you see, but, you do that, and then, and later then I, they'll come back after that shit wears out. Yeah, it's but like, like the well. thing is, it's like I, it was doom day for the roaches, and it was hectic, mad hectic. Like, I went to the kitchen the next day, bro. I don't know. Them, like man. it was. What am I putting in swap? Yeah. Uh huh. Swept those things out. There were birds like crazy outside just trying to chow those things, man. Damn. And I was like, Give me that for him. Trying to eat these roaches that have yeah. died oh, off of shit. eating. Yeah. Whatever. But like, they still ate those things. They came back and whatever. But like, after that, they, even the roaches kept on dying and dying and dying and dying. But like, yeah, um, right now, the crib I'm at, it's pretty dope, pretty decent. Don't have that much brooches and whatever. It's like I need to spray and all for a fact. But like even just right now, because it's a high rise flat. Mm-hmm. So when I spray, I know those roaches are gonna bounce. They'll go to somebody's <laughs> flat. Go to somebody so, else's so flat, now, bro. And look, even just bringing up the roach problem, I'm pretty sure it's not the biggest problem in not the hood. Not at all. But it's like if think about it, if everyone in Kawata knew it's like Oh, there's this meeting where we have representatives that go there, yeah, and they present their issues and serious issues, you know. Um, and that's the thing. So it's like, look, um, we voted a lot on party lines, voted a lot on lines that had to do with individuals. Mm-hmm. Kawata voted a lot on the given Levinda stand. We didn't even know why we were voting for him. It's just, eh, say yellow, say yellow, say. Why do people still vote for that nigga, bro? You know. Like, he, he hasn't yeah, done shit. Yeah, bro. now it's different. You know, now it's different. 
because it's almost like now we're like, ah, what have you done? What has he, what has given Luinda really done? Because you can't just take out the tomorrows and whatever. It's like, bah, like that shit is supposed to be there. And I've always said, even before Kawata, whatever, even just as politics or politicians, or politicians are concerned, it's like the problem with Zambia is people celebrate politicians for doing what they need to do. What they are supposed to do. do. <laughs> you know. So you so hire they made the road. something and then they do it. It's like, oh, the, shit. Oh, they you made a road with my taxpayers' money. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. So fucking amazing. My nigga. I've said, I've, I've, I've said that and related it to me getting celebrated of buying bread for my buying family. Buying bread for the fam. It's like, guy, you're, this is I'm what you're meant to I'm supposed to do that. And please keep in mind, my daughter doesn't even pay me a two quarter to be like, ah, I'm contributing towards bread. I, as a Zambian citizen, contribute every time I buy anything. I'm paying VAT. I'm doing all of these different things. Every time I pay Musonko, every time. Like, there's something that goes to the government every time. If I decide to buy a phone from outside of the country, something goes to the government Mm -hmm. every single time. So, I'm not going to be impressed by you building a road. You're supposed to build a road. It's your job. It's your job. Mm -hmm. When you go above and beyond... And be like, oh, look, this is what we did outside of the budget. We contracted Malaysia and Malaysia came through and built something off of their own shit. That's a totally different situation. But if you're building a road that I contributed to as a taxpayer, the fuck out of here, bro. Facts. Smart. Facts. I'm not gonna I shouldn't be able to stand by the roadside and celebrate I built that road you should stand by the roadside and celebrate me mm-hmm. but I guess we don't see it like that we don't see it like that it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's annoying it's what it is what it is bruh word uh, let's quickly close off with Patsondaka that motherfucker Fucking scored two goals against Langen Liverpool. <laughs> I was, I was so, you know, like I was hoping so much. Like, why was this not a competitive game? Why didn't we just make this a comp? Like, bro, can we just press the reset button and just make it a competitive game? Because, brah, Patson Dak, Patson Langen is. A G, and I salute him. I salute everything that he's been doing because it's like, bro, this nigga is. And please, let's keep in mind that um, Batsundaka is in his last year, apparently, uh, of his contract right now with Red Bull Salzburg. Last year, so guys. As Zambians, as Zambians, guys, let's pray. Let's try and push that these guys, Patsundaka Mwepu, are pushed into like major leagues. Ah, you, you said some shit about Everton. Fuck Everton. 
No, when when I said what I said, it was that was almost like a contingency plan. So if no yeah. one big buys them, they can still get there and move to a bigger team because you're able to. Here's the thing, right? So most of these major teams have strikers or midfielders that start every game. And mm. so if you're a Pats on Daka, um, you should, if you're going to get into a team like that, you're depending on, one, the main striker being injured. <laughs> and so you get in. Or bouncing like, most, or like Messi. <laughs> how long did it take? Or you depend on, or you're depending on maybe playing in, if it's not the Premier League, you're looking at, oh, when the FA Cup is on, I'm the main striker. Mm. But if you go to an Everton or a Crystal Palace, you'll be starting all the games. And so, Mm. in effect, every team that plays in the Premier League is exposed to the world. So yeah, you will be able to expose your talent to everyone mm. week in, week out. And you don't have as much pressure as you would have if you go to a Liverpool because everyone's looking at your stats. How many goals are you scoring? How many assists do or whatever not, it do, is. Do you so, not think like uh, a Mapu, um thing it could compete with someone like... Um, the Sane or Mane. I think they could. I, I think they I, could. I definitely think those names I could. think they could, but it's like, again, you have to manage your career. You need to be like... I feel, I feel like... I feel like... Especially those two niggas. Mm-hmm. Mopo and uh, Thingy. Oh, they're very good. And you know... I feel like they can do a way better job than... You know where they were playing before they went there? Before Red Bull? Before Red Bull. Oh, where? Um, Kafua Celtic. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And the owner of that team is part owner of the company that I work for. The building that we're in. Oh, thingy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nankana's brother. Yes. So, in fact, hey, yesterday. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry? Because. He, listen, he's got a direct line to those boys. Yeah. No, because it's like, I remember a conversation. It's like, it's like we're sitting outside. I don't know what I was waiting for, where I was waiting for. But, like, it was outside. And then it's like, oh, no. So and so, one of the two boys, Mopo and. Uh, Patson. Button. It's like ah, he wants to buy an X6, whatever, whatever. Mm. And then thing is, his brother was like, ah, why does he want to buy that motor? Hey, let him buy it. It's got problems. He will find out after six months, whatever, whatever. It was just, <laughs> it was just one of those conversations. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah. You know? So there's a difference between and. In anyway, in my head, I was like, in oh, hindsight, you see it, right? Old money, old money meets new money. New money, yeah. You know, old money is okay being in a Navara, in a mm-hmm. Toyota, shiny. You know, mm-hmm. 
you know, but new money is like, ah, I want to be, I want an X6. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I want an X6. And I'm like, yeah. hey, old money, new money type things. It's like, it was just one of those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah, no, like those boys are definitely uh, going a long way. And it's like, look, my comments are basically just based off of, look, it's just about what you decide to do. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, mm. there's players like uh, Salah, who was at Chelsea, then he went to, like, the Italian league. He came back and joined Liverpool, and he's, mm. like, one of... He was a contender Prolific. of a Ballon d'Or, you know what I yeah. mean? Prolific. Or, like, a Mane, who was at Southampton. Um, and then he worked his way, he did his shit, he found himself at Liverpool. Mm. Like, mm. you know, like... like Shit like that can go down. You know what I mean? Mm, like, mm. you decide what role you're going to take. Are you going to be a player who sits on the bench mm. and waits for an opportunity? Or are you going to go to a team that will give you more chances to start mm. and then you wait, you like, you like work your way up? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it going to be? That's why the Mayuka thing, when Mayuka went to Southampton, it was such a big opportunity for him. He was on the same team as Mane, bro. Mm. <laughs> you could see pictures of them training together. Mm-hmm. And he was starting games as the main striker, but he couldn't score. So that's how he lost out. It's like, the fuck out of here, bro. Like, why are you not doing the shit that you were doing in, in the in the uh, African Cup of Nations? Like, yeah. we want that player. He got there and... Premier League is a very difficult league, so that shit was difficult for him. It but is, like, it is. when you go out and experience Italy or Austria or Germany, like you have a better chance of adapting to a league at that level because of the intensity and the expectation. So you have a mentality of, "Hey, man, when I get into this game, I'm expected to score. Mm-hmm. So every chance I get." Even if it's one big chance, I need to convert because it contributes to my overall tally. So if Patson, if Patson feels like he can go and start games in a Liverpool team, shit, go for it. But there's Firmino. <laughs> Are you going to swap Firmino for Patson, Doc? If you go to Man United, there is Martial. Are you going to take Martial out and put Pats on Dhaka? Mm. If you go to Man City, are you going to take out Aguero and put Pats on Dhaka in the team? Mm-hmm. Chelsea, are you going to remove Giroud, Bashuai, and now Timo Werner and throw in a Pats on... So it's like, you know, you have a better chance with the Crystal Palace where, oh, they've got Benteke who hasn't scored... <laughs> Regularly for three, four years, so you have a better chance. Everton, who do they have there? They have a, they have a better chance because they've got some interesting talents. But you can still go in there and bully your way to the first team and start starting every game. I feel you know what I mean. So it's like just make a decision that works for you. Feel because one of their players, one of the one of the players that came from. Salzburg and is now at Liverpool is Minamino. Mm-hmm. He doesn't start any of the games. Yeah. <laughs> and 
and it's rare for him to be subbed into a game. It's difficult. Uh, it's different for Erling Holland, who is at Salzburg and is now at Borussia Dortmund, mm. because like he's he's the main striker now. Like he's the guy who is scoring the goals and shit. On his debut, he scored three goals and he came off the bench. Like he's a bad motherfucker. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I, it's I like think you, you I, have I think, to be yeah, careful. I think I think it's one of those situations. But it's like, can like, I take my drink from you? Oh shit, it's right here. Oh wow, bro. God damn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ass motherfucker. So so for me it's it's one of those situations that I look at and I'm like Bro, like we haven't had talent like this. And we always have talent. I think it's just exposure. Yeah. We have talent, but it's exposure and also when it gets to that point, the willingness to work extra hard, mm-hmm. you know, because shit is different. We've got some great talents here, bro, and it's like when, it, um, like we said, when in Daniel, uh, okay, no, no, not more point, Batson, Idris Mbombo. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's even Zambian. Who knows? What's his name? Where? Uh, where? Where? What is he? Where is he from? Like, what is it? Chidumbush. Chidumbush <laughs> Fat ass nigga. That's the first fat ass nigga I thought about. Yambeta. Big shout out to Yambeta. No, but like in terms of soccer. Mbesuma. Um, Mbesuma. Uh, yeah. Um, Mayuka. Mayuka Shani. You look back and you're like, Mayuka was a bad motherfucker. Yes, <laughs> he was a bad, bad man, like a poacher. Like you couldn't fuck with him. Yes. If you try to fuck with him, he would embarrass you on that pitch. And that's the thing. It's like Mayuka was not just a poacher. Like a Venisteroy. He also had talent. He could play on the wing and... Yes. He could be the the target man as well. You know what I mean? So those are the things that you look at. Like, ah, this nigga could do this, 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 this. this. He's like a magician in that particular area. So how he did not push through and make it... It's work ethic, bro. I was like, ah, it's work ethic. You know, so it is now for me. I look at when the bad soul and done, you look at them and it's like, mm, these niggas are pushing, they want to be top tier, they mm-hmm. want to be top tier, yeah. I, I, I'm a respect that, and yeah. No, re- that big respect. Them. I mean, they came. To do an interview one time, I mean, I took pictures with them or whatever. I remember that. Yeah, uh, super dope. Yeah, they're playing like football at the highest level, but still down to earth. I mean, look, um, for me, uh, being down to earth is not um, a prerequisite that I put on somebody. It's like, bro, if if you're an asshole (laughs) and you believe in your 
if it's if you're if you're an asshole convincingly, then that's who you are, mm-hmm. and cool. You know what I mean? I don't really care if you you like me or you don't. You know, I I really don't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. It's like these guys are super cool cats and super talented and very humble guys. Yeah, man. I remember um, Mwepu was sitting like in the lounge, and I was like, "Yo, so." when are you going to the Premier League? Like, this is where we want to see you. And it's like, it's almost as if, I don't know if these guys are media trained, but I feel like it was super media trained the way he dealt with that situation because mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't He didn't jump at it and go like, yeah, I really want to go to Liverpool or like Manchester United or whatever. It's just like, hey man, when it happens, it happens, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm happy where I'm at, which is like a, fucking proper like, like to a media extent, trained yeah, answer to, to a certain extent it's like it's a media trained answer but like it's also just being honest yeah as Zambian cats bro like as Zambian guys uh, we saw that whole uh, thing that popped up ah but on first person to score two goals against, against Liverpool, Liverpool whatever whatever I, I really and hope we get to a place where that is just not mentioned anymore bro and what I mean is I hope this is a start of many Zambians go out going out in the world and conquering shit I mean in the past we've had uh and them you know what I mean and which is great and they conquered the, the world and wherever they went they were dope yes but I just don't want us to be excited because Patson Daka scored two goals against Liverpool. No. I want us to be excited to that particular point, but I want want us to... It should be normal. It should be normal. Mm-hmm. Because even... It's supposed to do that. It's, yeah. <laughs> because we're it's your not job. there. <laughs> it's just like, look, uh, we've been in situations where to this day, even uh, I was talking to, uh, what's his name? Peasy. Big shout out to Peasy. Peasy. Shout out to Peasy. We're yeah. in Jordans these days. I see you, nigga. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so Peasy was like, the time we went to England, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what the situation was, but like he was in England, blah, blah. Oh, and he went to Anfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, everywhere he went, when he was like, meeting top management of different clubs. Everyone was like, oh, you're from Zambia? Oh. How's Kalusha? Yeah, Kalusha is a fucking legend, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? And I was like... And Yo, Kalusha <laughs> is like Ronaldinho, bro. He is. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, look, don't play around with Kalusha Bali. Respect that man. Respect that man. You might not like him. And I've said this before. For, for me, is in as a hip-hop head, hip-hop head, Crisis. Mm-hmm. You might not like Crisis, but brah. Crisis put out the first hip-hop album. Yeah. Full oh, English. Yeah. Full length. Yeah, and now he calls himself Shisenga. He's... Yes. A, apparently, it's cringy for him to be called crisis now mm. i mean look i understand when you grow older you want meaning and crisis is meaning is 
Oh, like it's fucked up and it's brought what's in the name? You know what I mean? What's in the name Tashi? Exile changed to Israel because mm. it's like it probably felt like the energy of the name was fucking with his shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're right. I, I I the whole comparison of you broke ground. Mm. That was what Kalusha was. Yes. You know? And my hope is during our lifetime, we'll see more Zambians going out there and doing shit. Now, listen. Do you know? I was. This is this is one of the conversations that like I'm so grateful to have had mm. with the people that have had the influence to get Patson and Mwepu out there. Mm. They literally just bought a device, which when a game is going down, it's just one little uh, triangular device. Mm-hmm. You put it at a certain spot on a pitch, mm-hmm. um, and it's able to capture whatever is going on on the pitch, and you're able to zoom in. It's got two cameras, mm-hmm. but with the after, with the after, I'll call it after if uh, after footage, Six. after mm-hmm. everything's been recorded, mm-hmm. you're able to zoom in to see what each of the players were able to do. Mm. Mm. And with that footage, they're able to be like, yo, listen, we've got a bad motherfucker on our team. Mm. Pick him up. Check him out. So they, they, they upload all the footage of the different games that these guys are playing. They send it out to these guys in Austria, in, in, in Germany or whatever. And they get to choose. It's like, oh, yeah, give us this guy and this guy. That's dope. And that's what happened with Mwepu and Patson, just one fucking device was able to pick up what these guys were doing in training or in a competition in, in, in a competition situation and they were like yo these guys are dope sell these guys to us so, so they sell these guys to these Australian yeah. guys and Austrian guys and they're doing fucking well That's off of that device yeah. because of the footage that device is not even there in the Zambia Super League, bro. They don't have it. So it's not even based of one device. It's based of one individual. One individual, bro. Can we can we say that? He invested. He invested into something. It's that device Think is worth that. like four thousand euros or some shit. Think about that. Which bro. is like eighty grand. So how many shit. more? Think about it. He's one person. So think about that in terms of Central province, how many other people would benefit? Oh, gosh, bro. Crazy, bro. Because, like, not... There's a lot of talent that goes on. Him alone, as that one individual, you have Mwepo and Thing. One individual. Red Bull Salzburg, a whole team. I think Red Bull can... Definitely be like, if it's not for them, they can stand and like, if it's not for them, I don't know where we'd be. Mm-hmm. Off of one person's investment in Zambia. So think about if it was a situation where you could replicate that in Central Province, in Kitwe, in Western Province, in all of these different places. Bro. How crazy would that be, bro? There's so many talents would be unearthed. 
and and I feel like that would be the beginning of us stopping this. I mean, I understand it, but the, like this whole like hysteria or like this euphoria that is surrounded just because like around one individual because they scored two goals against Liverpool, bro. It's like I'm proud of it, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like. Guy, come on, we should not be at this state because look, Zambia is a great footballing country. Yeah. We've got great history here. One of the highest scoring individuals in a statement, Yuka Chitalu, mm. is from this country. And if you look at the world rankings, he's there. So it's like, I feel like we shouldn't. I mean, we should rave. We should celebrate our own people. But I just but want should, us to it, elevate it shouldn't, this yes, shit, bro. It shouldn't be that true. We shouldn't look like it's a rare phenomenon. You know what I mean? Because it's it like, should be an issue. Listen, it should be like, it should be like, like he should get an AKA feature when he wants to. Bro. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when he feels and, like and it. Yeah, and, and this is exactly what it is. And as far as soccer is concerned, because it's like sometimes like, oh, Jenderson. Bruh, it should be like, yo, this is what this player did. This is what that player did. This is what this Zambian player did. So, just live up to that standard and beat it. Chop. Mm-hmm. Chop. That's it. I hope we get there. And I hope this Soon. is a start. And, yo, like these Super League teams, like, get that shit out there. Get these different individual performances and put them out there. Like, you know, get these guys, you know, known so that whatever they do reflects on what the fuck the league is about. Yo, but we got to end this, man. Fuck, we've done three hours. Shit. We actually planned on this episode being less than two hours. Fuck, we're out here. During three fucking hours. God damn. <laughs> man, shout out to you if you've reached this point of the podcast. Uh, man, keep on supporting us. Uh, leave a review. Um, you know, subscribe. All that shit, man. Dude, we got to close the shit. Uh, <laughs> subscribe. Comment. Leave a review. Like, do that shit. Like, support us. Like, Look, we're not asking you to pay anything for this podcast. Pay. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, the only way, look, if you enjoy this podcast weekend and we out, like, whatever platform that you're using, just leave us a comment, a review, yeah. or, like, just maybe tweet it on your timeline or post it on your Facebook. Like, it'll go a long way. You know? Two seconds, though. Um... um Gotta say what's up to shout out to Samuel. Yeah, Samuel was drunk when he was when you sent you a video or something. Like Samuel is one of our ardent listeners. You wanna he play is, that is, shit? Is. Yeah, I'll play that shit, but also Yeah, what what did what did Samuel send? Uh Samuel was basically uh sending a big shout out to us. Crap. Um let me play this shit. Shout out to Samuel, by the way. Shut up. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. There you go. Ready to talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga.
smoking. He's keeping my smoking. Shisha and shit. He's having Shisha and shit. Champagne. Champagne. Okay. Let me give you guys an exclusive. You know you are Kim Swati's son. So give us exclusive. This nigga was really chilling with Kim Swati's son. You're royalty, bitch. Latest release. Focalistic. I see you. I see you, Focalistic. Give a shout out to Fanatic. Fanatic, yeah. Yeah, the the, the, the baddest the baddest DJ in Zambia right now. The beard to you, Fanatic. Yeah, like he has, a, he has an amazing podcast with Crumbs. From from me, DJ Q Technic. No, no, no. In, introduce yourself. You are royalty. My name is DJ Q Technic. What's your other name? Hi. This is the son of Kim Mswati from Swaziland. He's just been a bitch. This nigga called a bitch. I don't want to dance. I don't want to see you dancing with another man. There you go. <laughs> I mean, like, and the thing is, like, it doesn't stop. That's there. not the clip that I got, though. Thanks for the love. Oh, like, that's the honestly, mm. I always that's get uh, inspiration I'm from you yes, and Combs. I'm coming like, to my point. You guys are the OGs. Like, each and every time I, like, play the podcast and shit, like, I'm always inspired. Like, I haven't been home in, like, close to five to six years, but, like, I always feel like I'm home because you guys always keep it down. Like, I don't know whatever way I can, able, I can be able to support the podcast. Like, I don't know if it's paying for it and shit. But like, yeah, like, I really appreciate all that you do. Like, you're the real G. <laughs> yeah, and we're getting new, new specs, by the way. Because I remember how much you spoke about how hard it is to see. This nigga glued them, bro. Don't worry yes, about that. podcast that you did with Crows. Listen. Yeah, we're going to mute the shit out of this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the midst of royalty. This nigga would be killed for what he's doing to this. <laughs> of course, of course, cute technique. The motherfucking son of Kim Swati in the pew He's like, what is a It's a Zambian term, my nigga. Fuck off, man. Why you being humble? Fuck you in the ass with no look, man. Fuck off. All right, that's when it got a little gay, but <laughs> listen, um, this this podcast, like, I think we've had this conversation before. Um, there was a time when we went a week without putting shit up, and when we were super consistent. I think maybe oh, yeah. like after 10 episodes or whatever the fuck it was. And we saw people go crazy. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's when you see just how important this shit is, you know? Oh, and bro. so we don't take this shit for granted. We, uh, you know, we'll, we, we'll keep on doing this shit, bro. We will. We, we have to. We have to, you know what I mean? Because... It is what it is, fam. It is what it is. It's necessary. It's uh, necessary. We gotta we, bounce. We're, we're we're heading out now. Yeah. We're heading out now because we have this yeah, former COVID nineteen yeah, patient. This is COVID nineteen patient. Yeah, <laughs> 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 this nigga said he doesn't matter. Doesn't bro. matter. Rubbish. It's real. 
Mask up, mask up, mask up. COVID is real. This nigga didn't believe he had COVID. He did not. He was like, I don't have COVID, but I can't taste my food. It's like, my nigga, bro. Like, that's COVID right there, bro. Like, just stop it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Um, look, we don't. you don't have to see a post about it. The new episode being up for you to know there's a new episode. You should when you subscribe, you automatically know because you get a notification on your phone that there's a new episode out. Now, last time we used to drop new episodes on Saturdays. The new day is Fridays. So, yeah, this is this was done because we want you to live with the podcast throughout the weekend. You know what I mean? So yeah, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, leave a review. And yeah, let's uh, let's get it cracking. Whatever platform you're listening on, listen. This podcast is available on any podcast on any platform. You, why you why you put your nose in your bag, bro? It's fucking weirdo, bro. This guy is smelling his bag. What you got Can weed in you there? You know exactly why I'm smelling my. Oh shit! This guy's aerosol can of fucking deodorant was Bro. being was being pressed and <laughs> shit nigga you left a fucking stain on my chair in my office fuck out of here full of shit i should make you wash that shit piece of shit what is that is that a dance yeah man. anyway yeah subscribe uh leave a comment or review thank you so much to everyone that uh supports this podcast Remember to recommend it to anyone you feel will really enjoy it. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>